This is Kevin Van Hensenrick, and you're listening to WithoutYourHead.com. And if you lift the lid of the basket, you die. Decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neal. That would make me terrible, Troy. Mm. And we were joined by the director, I think of a modern modern classic horror film. I really love it. Yeah. Terrifier, Damien Leone. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for coming. There's, yeah, there's a lot of killer clown movies that last like ten years or so. And I kind of enjoy them all. But Terrifier, I think, uh, really stands out amongst them. Well, what is it about clowns? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I get asked that a lot. That's, um, uh-huh. I try to pinpoint it. Um, I think it comes down to a few things. Um, I think they have this sort of otherworldly, unnatural, you know, the ma- their mannerisms are very freaky. Um I think uh, a lot of a lot of times I think it comes down to the white face paint that people overlook because I think there's something about white makeup on someone's face that is sort of synonymous with death. Like when we see it, we don't. That's probably not what we think about when we're looking at a clown. But deep down, when you take away that red pigment out of somebody's face, I mean that's very horrifying. That's why the Exorcist makeup is so effective. You know, I mean it's very very simple, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, obviously Exorcist was an inspiration to a degree. I mean, there's a lot of things, but I, I think that those are some of the reasons why clowns are really freaky. Yeah. That's a nice contrast then when you have the blood spatter with the white. Absolutely. Right. The black and white. I, I like to start them off very clean and then gradually 
uh, make him bloodier and bloodier as the movie <sighs> goes on. Yeah. Uh, how about just the mouth itself? It's you know it's got the the very big gums and the teeth and it's all black and uh, what was kind of the inspiration for that? It, it is very creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, he shouldn't have good hygiene. I don't imagine <laughs> three times uh-huh. a day or anything. You know, um, you know, he's just he's nasty. I mean, his fingernails are all disgusting. I mean, I, I think the clown costume is the only thing he keeps in relatively. Uh, good condition you know <laughs> before before it gets covered in other people's blood and guts um it's just it's just way more effective i think seeing that disgusting mouth um you you know that whoever's behind the makeup you know there's something off already before he starts to attack yeah uh, just, just by his mouth just by his teeth you know that's not a good sign <laughs> yeah nothing good's coming out of that uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I get uh, how about david there. yeah <laughs> How about David Thornton? Because you know someone else played uh, art beforehand, and uh, what was about him that that, that made him right for uh, for Art the Clown? It, it's so crazy. We probably um, we probably had twenty people maybe come in for the audition for Art the Clown. He's the only person that I remember at all. And um, wow. yeah, I mean, he just. Um, well, you know, he came, uh, first of all, that was a huge, that was the scariest aspect of making Terrified 2, because the only thing that really works from All Hallows Eve and my short film and everything is Art the Clown, and Mike Gianelli, who played him first, did a fantastic job. So when he didn't want to act anymore, and I'm like, oh, God, I got to start from scratch, and that's oh, just no. like the, risk, <laughs> the riskiest part, because, you know, it's like, all right, now I got to fix something that's not broken. But um, so we had the casting call, and then Dave came in and we asked him to um, like pantomime the act of sawing somebody's head off. You know, it's like you meet him, you meet, uh-huh. meet him for a second, and that's like, like do that. And, like, you know? and um, he just did it. So first of all, Dave just has this great, his physical uh, characteristics are fantastic. Cause I always envisioned art to be kind of, you know, lanky and, and, and skinny and um, taller. You know, especially like, I really wanted a skinny face. Even when I sculpted the prosthetic, I sculpted it with the sunken in eyes and everything. So I wanted to kind of have this zombie look to it to a degree. Um, so I knew that would help a lot more with the makeup. But then Dave did this fantastic, uh, you know, this silent film type quality, you know, just mm-hmm. cutting off this head and licking the blood and pouring salt on it. All, all this <laughs> stuff I did not ask him to do. He just kind of just like was unleashed. And uh, it was great. We were laughing and, and giddy, and uh, he left. And I looked at my producer, Phil, and we were just like, oh, I mean, that's going to be really hard to top. I think that's our guy. <laughs> and he was, only, he was uh, only like the third person to come into the room, you know? So we were like, oh, I think, I think we found him. So that was yeah. really special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've seen pictures of him on Facebook, you know, without any makeup at all. And he definitely has, like, all the expression. You can tell he has uh, great facial expressions Super you know, without the makeup or anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's so animated and he's a great actor and he also does impressions and uh he's he's a voiceover actor and does all these cartoon voices and stuff. Oh wow. So he's oh, really really versatile. He's fantastic. But um so yeah, I had to take away like his one of his greatest attributes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have him not speak, you know. <laughs> As Troy and I were talking just beforehand here and uh uh Troy really liked that he doesn't speak and I was like, I think he doesn't even make any noise at all. You know, not even mm-hmm. like, you know, just Besides talking, just nothing. 
Yeah, no noise at all. It was important um, wow. that he doesn't speak or make any sounds whatsoever. I thought that would be really creepy and sort yeah, of add a little more to the, right. Yeah, yeah, and sort of add a little more to the to the mystique. And yeah, people really, um, people really like. They they point out when he gets stabbed and he doesn't make a sound. Like you see him like <laughs> grimace in pain, but he doesn't uh-huh. make a sound. I've heard a lot of people compliment that. So I guess that was a good decision. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, Jenna, too, is, uh, you know, like the lead, because uh, it's important to have people you care about in, in these, in a you know, movie like this with a lot of killers. Otherwise, it's just about the kills, which is fun and everything. But it means a lot more if, like, you like the characters. I agree. I mean, uh, there's, a, there's a lot of people who think the movie really is just about the kills. I, I think that's sort of the way the just the movie's structured. Um, it's sort of, um, it's like, it's not typical that, mo- you know, most slashes don't take place over the course of like two hours, like one night, you know, so people kind of come at it, look at it differently. But I, I think especially Jenna's character is pretty well developed and likable and, mm-hmm. and you're rooting for her for sure. Yeah. You know, and I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't think you're expecting to see her get killed. I was clearly, uh, pulling a Janet Lee. No, no I, yeah, I didn't want to. Yeah, I don't want to mention it in case people who listen haven't seen, but yeah, that's a that's a huge surprise uh, when it comes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Let the oh, spoilers yeah. fly. Third movie, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I I like it. Plus, I like that all the kills. Uh, no one's easy to kill because sometimes in a movie, I mean, it's a movie and you know, all, but someone will just get stabbed with like you know in the neck or anything, and they instantly die. But everyone in, in this movie, they're hard to kill. It takes time. Oh yeah, which I also think that uh, definitely adds to the movie. Thank you, thank you. I, that was important going into it. Um, that was a conscious decision because, like you just said, most slashers you just see the knife comes up, the knife goes down, and then and then yep, it's over. That's it. you know? yep. and, and and that's for most, you know, a lot of fans. I mean, that's the scene you're waiting for. I mean, me sure. as a diehard slasher fan, especially when I was younger, watching them, it was like that's you. Know, you couldn't wait for the scene where Jason kills the victim, you know, and then it's over in a split second, and then you're, you got to spend another 15 minutes in the movie before he comes back. <laughs> yeah, waiting around, yep. <laughs> right? so, so I wanted to drag them out, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's that easy to really kill somebody. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We it, just it assumed little, that, yeah, yeah, that they'd fight it back. a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, speaking but from was, experience. Was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That was that was one of our strengths though going in was the the special effects because I'm I'm a special effects artist and I did all the effects. Um, wow, because so, that was just dynamite yeah. stuff. Oh, great, great thank stuff. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So so we wanted to use that. We knew it was going to be beneficial, and since it was you know really low budget and we couldn't compete with the big boys, I was like, well, at least we have the effects. So let me just beef them up as much as possible, and. uh definitely try and deliver in, in that area and really um like i wanted this to kind of be as if it was a, a modern american sort of giallo movie where it like really like suspiria dario argento I, I bring up the first kill in suspiria which is one of my favorites and it just goes on and on and uh you know mm-hmm. keeps stabbing the woman and then he hangs her it's just you know you, you don't really see that in american slashers so i was trying to combine all these different elements and make mm-hmm. something sort of fresh. I thought I was lucky at the end. Yeah, it it adds on a, a few different levels because, like, uh, like they go on and it's cool to see and also, but also like uh, 
you could also root for him a little more. Like, you know, so, uh, she gets stabbed and, you know, and, but then she breaks away and then he captures her. So, you you know, it goes on. It's not just, you know, as soon as he gets to her, it's over. Yeah, one single thing, right? Yeah, it, it, especially with, the, with Jenna's character, it's like the chase. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of cat and mouse. I, I tried to do... I tried to make this as if it was the last 15 minutes of your typical slasher. Right. Where, yeah. where, you know, really, it's now it's really like the meat and potatoes and it's, uh, your, your killers of the star. And this is it. Yeah. This is the action part yeah. of the movie. But, um, it, you know, it's kind of an experiment that I, I don't know if it fully worked, but that's what I was, that's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it worked uh, for me. And, Oh, right, yeah, right, me cool. too. <laughs> For, some of my friends, some of my friends, who I recommended it to, um, I told them it does remind you of like an '80s slasher movie, without like uh, without the cutaways for from from the the kill scenes. They're much much more brutal, and they and they go on for a while. Exactly, a totally uncensored version. <laughs> yeah, very important. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which, by the There's way, we did have a lot yeah. of we did have a lot of issues with uh, when we were looking for distribution. There mm. were there were a lot of companies who wanted to pick it up, but it was too violent. And not that they necessarily came out and said this needs to be cut, it, like uh, specifically, but they wanted to have the opportunity to cut things down if, if they if they picked it up. And um, I was dead set against that because I knew if you took any any of that stuff out of the movie, it would not be it would not have the same impact whatsoever. Because yeah. that's the, the yeah the, the gore and the violence is is a main character in the movie, you know, in and of itself. So that, that had to absolutely stay intact. Yeah. Which is uh, unusual, I think, uh, cause I didn't think that was necessarily a, a, a big concern anymore, but no, like when the new blood feast came out this year, like, you know, it kept, they wouldn't release it. They, cause they had to keep getting cut down and stuff. And I kind of thought like a lot of that was kind of like in the past, but uh, it's, I guess it's still a concern for people. I, I don't know. I, they're definitely. I feel like they are more lenient with with violence in some movies um, mm-hmm. that people overlook. For instance, the Green Inferno. You like Ross Green Inferno? That's oh, yeah. really. I, I yeah. like that movie a lot, and I thought that um, that one kill where they just cut off all the guy's limbs and cut his head off and eat his eyeballs. Oh. I mean that that's an R. That got an R. Yeah. That was in the that was in the theater. So that, I mean that's pretty. You're not going to get much more graphic than that. Um, mm. I think the MPAA comes down more on sex than, than violence in movies. Um, so, but, but I, you know, but there's definitely some things crossing the line. I, I don't know if the shot of the, uh, the hacksaw going through the girl's ass and terrify it would have, would have been, <laughs> would have been okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, since you know, spoilers is an amazing scene as someone being cut in half a uh, lengthwise and you see it, you know, it's not like, uh, you see a you know a glimpse of it, and then like they cut, and then she's cut in half. You see him get her getting cut in half, and the guts flying out. It's, oh, it's yeah. a tremendous scene. And with the hacksaw, so you know it's taken a lot of work to do this. Like <laughs> right, yeah. I was kind of sympathetic. I'm like, wow, man, it's you know it's going to take all day to cut that woman in half. <laughs> I, I've heard people complain about how ridiculous it is about how fast he does that. And it's like. <laughs> It's like, do you want me to stop the movie for, for <laughs> yeah. hours? Fifteen minutes. Hold on. <laughs> it's, it's 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 so hysterical the things that people nitpick on, but I get yeah. it. I get it. But you gotta uh, you gotta suspend disbelief, especially in a movie about a killer clown who has a hard time getting killed. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
So, uh, so uh, talk to us about that scene. Like, how how long does it take to uh, to film him? You know, cut the woman in half. Um, well, we knew going into it that that was definitely going to be the scene of the movie, the biggest set piece and the biggest effect. So, <clears throat> really, just me and my producer <laughs> Phil Falcone were the only makeup artists. And he's not a makeup artist, but he wanted to learn as much as he could and, and, and assist me. So he let, he let me use his house. And we just turned his house into a studio for like three months. And he helped me build everything for the movie. Uh, but that we took the most time on. And we, I think we built two, um, two full-size bodies, but they were only the front half of the full-size body. So if you went behind that body, it was just you would see the foam and everything because i you know i since i do the special effects and everything i know and direct i know how i'm going to shoot it so i know what things i don't have to build or i do have to build based upon a specific shot so i think we had two life-size bodies that uh, dave could cut a cut in half and then we had like maybe one half like a one torso and then we had a backside shot for the hacksaw going through the butt um so i mean that all took a really long time we had to cast uh catherine corcoran's body from head to toe uh, that was insane because we wound up basically uh, encasing her in silicone accidentally <laughs> because um, I gave her, I gave, I had a female assistant work with her, like prep her uh, because I, I needed people to help me because there was so much uh, silicone that we had to mold her body with. And you only have such a, you know, a small amount of working time. So mm-hmm. gave her and the assistant, the, um, it's a, a lubricant specifically for the gelatin. It's ba- uh, the silicone. It's basically like a Vaseline. So when she comes down ready for the body cast, there's just globs of, of Vaseline all over her. <laughs> I'm like, that's way, that's way too much because uh, we put the silicone on that. It's not going to set properly. It's not going to pick up you know, the detail in her pores and stuff like that. So I, I said, you know, I think we go and wipe some of that off. So she wiped off a little too much, I guess. So mm-hmm. the silicone sort of grabbed all the little hairs on her arms and everything and it took a really long painful time to peel that off of her so that was that was intense and uh yeah thought i was gonna lose her and a lot of silicone but we, we got through it so that was uh-huh. but, uh, but on on set i think we shot that scene in two days one day with Catherine hanging upside down which was very intense and we had to be super careful that, that was dangerous um mm-hmm. We can only hang her upside down for about, um, I think maybe the longest we tried to do it for like 30 seconds, but maybe she was up there for a minute whenever we were rolling. And mm-hmm. then we had to quickly have PAs and, and crew members just rush in, pick her up and get her on top of this platform because the blood was just rushing to her head really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, that was, that was the first day. And then the second day was just all the inserts with the fake body. So yeah. it, was, it, it was crazy. It was intense. You know, we spent so much time. I was really hoping it was going to, it was going to pay off because once you hack through those bodies, that's it. It's done. You know, <laughs> oh yeah. Can't build anymore. Well, yeah. So uh, it's where, where did you film most of it? Because it really looks like really, you know, dungy places. Oh, uh, it really is disgusting places. We those are all real locations. Uh, we didn't build. We didn't build any sets other than for when we had to go back and do little insert shots, and then we couldn't get back into those locations. So we put up mm-hmm. flats of like brick walls and stuff like that. That that blend in pretty seamlessly with the movie, so you can't you can't tell when we're cutting from set to location. 
Um, but we shot in, um, the primarily in an abandoned building in Trenton, New Jersey. That's where about 85% of it takes place. And then some other places in Staten Island and uh, Long Island. All, all dingy, abandoned, <laughs> and just shoddy places that we made look yeah. like one place. Yeah, well, it looks great on the movie. Now, did that come? Did any problems arise from from filming in places like that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Uh, the, the the place in Trenton was in a really really bad neighborhood, and we we shot all night shoots. So we started shooting at seven. We wrapped at like five o'clock in the morning. So seven at night to like five in the morning. But I had to get there with David at like four to start making him off. So it was extremely long days. But, um, you know, whenever we had to do the exteriors of the girls in the car or whatever happens outside, just really sketchy people walking by at two o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning <laughs> I can imagine. Driving by, yeah. Driving by stopping and honking. And, uh, one night right in the middle of a, we were just filming and we had lights set up on big stands, impossible to, to miss. And some crackhead just, Staggers through our set and walks his face, face first into a light stand. No, like, almost knocks the light over and just shakes it off, and then just keeps walking. Like doesn't look at us or anything like that. It, it, was, it was insane. And then you just go right back to shooting. Uh, the cops pulled up one night because uh, I don't know. I I don't remember exactly. I I, I remember. I think Dave knows the real story, but I remember us firing the blank gun, uh, the scene where he kills Jenna. And, mm-hmm. and then they showed up because they heard the shots and they were like, they were outside with guns drawn and everything like that. And my producer had to like go out and tell him wow. to shoot a movie. And he brought Dave out and Dave came out dressed as a clown that freaked out the cops. It was, it was pretty wild. And the whole time, everybody's, everybody's having a good time and getting a laugh. And I'm like, we just got to shoot, guys. I mean, can we just get through? <laughs> can the cops leave and we get back in here, please? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I know it's just mentioned Jenna's character gets killed, but she gets killed like uh, it's very final. It's like you know that she's not coming back. Uh, a few nails in the coffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about the how about the bathroom? Was that a real bathroom? That didn't that look like a, a real good, good place. <laughs> real bathroom. Yeah, she would, in reality she would she would have went in the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but the her getting shot. I mean, that's a polarizing thing. A lot of people, mm-hmm. or just aren't having the gun. A oh, that that was the greatest thing because, like, I had never seen that before. You know. He's getting tagged with the board and just like, okay, yeah, enough of that. Here's my gun. Boom. <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. I I, th- I think it's cool that he's got a gun. I think guns, oh, yeah. are, <laughs> guns are horrifying. Yeah. You're not expecting him to pull it out. I just nope. love the image. I, I just picture like a comic book image of him holding that gun and just looking crazy. Yeah. There's just something about him having a gun that I like, but he definitely, he, he uses it as a, as a contingency plan or a backup. In yeah. Case, uh, in case there's no way out. Or so he'll either, you know, before you take him, he's going to take you out or he's going to take himself out. You're yeah. never going to get him in custody or kill him or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but I, I thought it'd be a cool surprise. And I did that in All Hallows Eve. I did it in the short film, Terrifier. He pulls out a gun out of nowhere. He shoots the guy in the head. 
So I just thought yeah. uh, that's that's sort of a staple of his now. Yeah, I like because it's like it, like you said, it's no more playing around now. It's like yeah. uh, you know, she might she might get away or something. So just pulling the gun out at this point. Exactly, and and if you notice, he doesn't once he shoots her. Like there's a lot of times when he does something sadistic to somebody or he kills somebody, and then he sort of winks at the audience or laughs, or there's like a little joke mm-hmm. afterwards, just to add, just to add a little bit of levity so the movie's not so depressing and morbid, even though it is. But yeah, it could be it could be worse. I, I think there's a little bit of fun to be had with the Arthur Clown character. But mm-hmm. if you notice, after once he shoots her, there's there's we weren't trying to go for any laughs or have him wink at the audience or anything right. like that. It's all, it's all pretty serious because it's a serious moment. And you know, you take it seriously when you're losing that character because it is a big deal and it's not funny. And the audience was rooting for her and you want that to be especially disturbing. So mm-hmm. that, that was another decision that we knew we were going to, we were going to do. Yeah. We, it's a very, success. just very strong. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree totally. And uh, since this is this is the station of decapitation, I have to mention uh, an amazing decapitation scene uh, near the end oh. of the movie. Oh yeah, thank you. That was um that was a last second insert because uh, I we we made the movie. I showed it to one of our executive producers, uh, Adam Weber, who actually lives in Australia. I've never met him. Uh, he he became an executive producer through the Indiegogo campaign, and he was just so cool and so for. Just such a big fan of Art the Clown way before anybody knew about him. Uh, that's and awesome. He, he just wanted, yeah, he just wanted to be a part of it so bad, and he would just throw us extra money if we needed it, whatever he could do to help out. And I showed him a really rough cut of the movie, and he liked it a lot. He was like, I think the movie could use one more kill. Uh, he's like, I'd be willing to throw up money for like an extra shoot day if you, if you need to do it. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Uh, if you yeah. could. And he, was, he, he desperately wanted um, a chainsaw death. And I said, I'm just not ready to put a chainsaw into Art the Clown's hands. That's just too much. Just like infringing upon Leatherface. It's just not his <laughs> yeah. thing. I can't give him a chainsaw, you know? So, but I said, I, I really want to do a, a really graphic decapitation that just goes on forever <laughs> so um it was like all right yeah go for it so we, we quickly we quickly wrote in that uh that extra exterminator who pops up just to get his head chopped off <laughs> yeah <laughs> but all right it's part of the slasher trope but yeah i want it to be really really graphic and take a long time naturally like a decapitation would yeah, I, I love it because you expect it to cut away, but it never does. It shows you the whole thing, and like, hell yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. That's our thing. Don't cut away, or if yeah. you cut away, cut back. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I know there's something to be said for you know you don't show too much because you want to leave up to imagination, also. But there, there are sometimes you just want to see it all, and uh, Terrifier definitely uh, delivers there. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. Hey, there's something I try to do, though, even though we show a lot more than typical slashers mm-hmm. in terms of the violence. Like, I, I love the way the violence is shown in, uh, in Friday the 13th, part four, the final chapter, because uh, I'm like Tom Savini's my, my hero. Oh, so yeah. that's one of my favorite, my favorite Jasons. But yeah. just the way like the kills are graphic and cool, but they only show them for like a split second. And then mm-hmm. they cut away, you know, but so I wanted to not linger too long 
but keep but keep the kill going for a long time. So like I, I'll cut away. I won't linger on a graphic shot that long, but I'll mm-hmm. cut away. But then I'll cut back and I'll keep cutting back for a while. Like like the first guy in the pizzeria who keeps getting stabbed in the face and getting his hand chopped off, stabbed in the face. You know, a bunch mm-hmm. of times. If you look at the effects shots, like they don't last that long on screen. But that whole sequence lasts for like two minutes where he's getting killed. So it feels mm-hmm. like you're watching it for a oh, very yeah. long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, and I, I like all those scenes. Like I said, it uh, instead of just someone instantly getting killed, because I think it, it brings more terror to it. Because if you just get stabbed and you're dead, yeah, it sucks, but you're not necessarily in a lot of pain. But these people, you know, go through a lot before they die, which to me adds, uh, you know, adds to it. It's like, wow, this this is not a good thing to be going through. No, it's not a good thing, and it's not it's not fun. It gives the audience mm-hmm. a chance to be actually disturbed. As opposed mm-hmm. to just seeing something so fast and not really being right. able to react <laughs> that emotionally to it, it yeah. it's almost like they expected it. it's like oh there was the kill there and it's gone. It's like you have to kind of you have to kind yeah. of uh, experience it now. You're forced to watch it unfold. You don't know if I'm going to cut back to it, and of course I keep cutting back. <laughs> yeah, I think a really cool image too is the is the face jack o' lantern or the head jack o' lantern. Uh, I love that. Which, yeah, I yeah, like that it. too. Yeah. Which one is that? Uh, the jack, the, the head that's oh, been the turned into a jack o' lantern. Yeah, in the yeah. pizza place too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes to have fun. Well, that's part of the. I, I try the Art the Clown, like his name Art. So I try and put a little something into every movie where he takes pride in how he mutilates people, and he does a little little artistic, <laughs> you know, adds a little artistic element. So the jack o' lantern was one thing in this movie, and the way he. A s- sort of tags a location like he, he writes his name in uh in shit after he <laughs> destroys the bathroom oh, yeah yeah so, yeah yeah little things like that there's mm-hmm. a, a really uh well shot scene is uh through the peephole both uh, you know her from her point of view looking through the peephole and then uh seeing her with just the light coming through the peephole i thought that that was very well done thank you man that was um I believe we found that. Uh, I, I don't think that was in the script for her to be looking through a people. I think that was actually there in that closet, which was really, really in the place. You, know, you wow. just walk in, the, you walk in the place, you walk in all the rooms, and you see what, what each room has to offer. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure. I I'll really say it was serendipity right there. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, cool. There's be some pervert here who drilled the people. This mm-hmm. is perfect. Well, Absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, how about Dread Central? Uh, you know, how were they to work with? Did, did, were they involved yeah. in the actual movie? Fantastic. No, it's actually talk about serendipity. I mean, so I was about. So we had um, we had the movie going out to distribution companies, and like I said, whoever was interested wasn't feeling the violence, so we were very hesitant. And then eventually I was like, I just told my producer, I was like, let's do, let's do self-distribution. I, I think it's our, I think it's our best bet to just keep the movie intact and maintain the integrity. Um, so we were, we were really like two to three weeks away from launching uh, a self-distribution campaign. I mean, we were going to, we were going to announce it publicly and everything. And out of nowhere, I'm like, well, what would help this, uh, self-distribution would be if we had maybe if we had some because we had really nothing to go on so i was like maybe we can get some uh some quotes some critics to review the movie or some horror sites 
to look at it. So I remember I had Steve Barton of Dread Central, his contact information, because he was somehow, uh, he, he maybe he wrote a review or something for All Hallows Eve, but I had his, I had his uh, email saved. So I just reached out to him on a whim and he, I was like, would you mind uh, watching this movie that I just made and maybe, uh, maybe you can review it for us and let me know what you think. And he was like, sure, man. And I feel like it was like two hours later. It could have been for the next day or whatever, but he called me right up afterwards. And he's like, dude, he's like, wait a minute. That was fantastic. He goes, did, did you, did you sell that movie yet? And I'm like, no, nah, we're about to do a self distribution. He's like, don't do anything. He's like, I want that movie. He's like, people need to see that movie. Oh, wow. he's like, and then he told me how, and then he told me how dread central just uh, hooked up with Epic pictures and they were going to be their horror label and they were trying to acquire horror titles and, mm-hmm. and it was really steve barton i mean hands down who who championed the the distribution aspect of the movie and really pushed it to, to epic pictures to put it out so i mean that that's that's how it happened it was pretty pretty crazy but that really i owe that to steve for sure yeah that's really that's really cool yeah yeah he really, he really really believed in it and and loved the character and really thought there was something something special mm-hmm. now, have you seen the movie with an audience have you ever have you done screenings? Oh, yeah, a few times, maybe maybe uh, four times, mm-hmm. and every time it's pretty electric. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of reactions. There's a lot of screams, uh, shrieks. There's a the craziest thing that I did not expect was how many laughs the movie gets. Arthur Clown gets <laughs> so he gets so many laughs. And obviously they're all they're all intentional laughs. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put a little more humor. I don't let me let me let me make this clear. I, I don't really it's not my style to put humor into horror movies. I don't necessarily like funny horror movies. Uh, there's mm-hmm. a select few that I absolutely adore, like, uh, you know, Return of the Living Dead is one of my favorites and Evil Dead, too. But they're mm-hmm. more horror than comedy. There's just more, yeah. you know, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not my style. But, but since he's a clown and I knew I was going to go so hardcore with the violence that I didn't want the audience leaving just feeling so depressed and like, well, what was the point of watching that? Like it wasn't even fun. Yeah. I wanted it to be a little fun and I knew we can get fun out of Art's character because he is a clown. So we purposely put a little wink to the audience af- after most of the kills if we could. So, mm-hmm. and they, they really work. Uh, they always get a reaction when you see it with an audience. They always laugh at him. Yeah. So that, that was... Yeah, we we you know that was our intention, but it's still one thing you you don't expect it to to work like that. You know, when right. you hear people laugh, it's pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the humor is not where it takes you out of the movie, and it's like uh, you know now it's a comedy. It's it's pretty dark humor, so it's totally okay. in you know vibe with exactly. the rest of the film. I think. Well, that's that that's a really important part of it because I always try my best to make sure we don't cross that line where I always got to bring him back and make sure that he's serious business and he's sadistic and evil. And it's never, it never becomes hokey or anything like that. Like I, I don't want to yeah. fall into nightmare on Elm street part six when they're all the way, you know, you know, when it's just strictly, yeah, yeah. you know, full blown comedic at, at that point where he's just a cartoon mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not that I'm comparing him to Freddie, but I mean, that's ridiculous, but no, so, I told like, you, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I just try try and keep it serious and dark. I, I want people 
to be disturbed and scared more than I want them to have a good time. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, what you said about comedy horror, I always think uh, the, the horror has to work in those movies for, for the movie to work. Because, uh, you know, if it's too comedic, it's just, just kind of lame. But the movies you mentioned and some, some like uh, American World from London, I think, like yeah, the, the comedy totally works in it, but it's still, you know, still a great horror movie. A hundred percent, because the horror, the, you, you don't laugh at the horror in those movies, especially, mm-hmm. especially American Wells in London. I mean, when that that shit's scary. When when, oh, uh, yeah. when Jack gets when Jack gets eaten in the beginning, that's still one of the most disturbing. Oh, yeah. Like Gr- Griffin Dunn's screams in that scene are just amazing, like horrifying. Mm-hmm. That scene is so phenomenal. Uh, Return of the Living Dead. You laugh at the the character's hysteria over the situation because you feel like you feel like that's how I would react. I would I would be reduced to just like a bumbling idiot because oh, yeah. the situation is so absurd, <laughs> so horrifying. But the horror is real. When when people get killed, you don't really laugh at them getting killed. So that, so that's yeah, you know, not that this is as funny as those movies, but yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely didn't want to fall into that. Uh, when you, it's just more of a comedy area. Yeah. Well, when you're writing like a modern horror movie, um, I thought you dealt well with, uh, with cell phones. Cause I think that can ruin a lot of, uh, movies. Like if you watch older movies, you're like, well, this couldn't happen today. If someone had a cell phone, they would just call for help. They call and it'd be the end of the movie. So, uh, was it hard to incorporate though? Like, uh, the, the use of cell phones in the movie. It's the hardest aspect of the movie by far, <laughs> but by far, like, how uh-huh. do you get, how do you get rid of those cell phones? How do you, you know, whose battery runs out, who loses their phone, who, you know, it's, it, it's so difficult to pull off, especially when you're, you, you know, you have a movie with this many characters who all have cell phones and they could all call the police at any second. It, it, it's actually really challenging to do it in a believable way and that's going to be an issue you know if we do another one it's going to be an issue again because that's, that's <laughs> yeah. what you have to deal with now if you're doing a modern horror movie unless you just mm-hmm. pretend they don't exist but or yeah. you said it yeah you said it back <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah back in time or something yeah. and it's always annoying if so if there's like a lot of scenes where someone's just talking on their cell phone for like a you know, for a long time, it's like, I don't want to see this. But it, it worked in this movie. You were taking the selfie, you know, and stuff like that. It was uh, stuff that you would expect. Yeah, if you could have fun with it, I thought the selfie thing would be relevant and, and one of those moments where you get a laugh out of art. And, oh, uh, yeah, that's but, but it's also it's also disturbing at mm-hmm. the same time. It's not, it's not just funny. It's, he did the, just the most atrocious thing imaginable <laughs> to this day. And, and then he he just jokes about it. So that's that's sick. That's twisted, and that's that's a yeah. perfect example of his sense of humor. So that was one of the, the first ideas I had was we got to we got to put something with uh, cell phone, like a, make a relevant statement of cell phones in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, de- it's definitely challenging. There's no doubt about it. So yeah. There's only so many. And then even if you, there. yeah, even if you would stop and think about that for a minute, because like the last post she'd have on her Facebook or Twitter would be a picture with the guy that ends up killing her. You know, that's pretty exactly. right there. Yeah. Exactly right. Yep. <laughs> On the Instagram page. There it is. And all her friends can like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, well, yeah, he says right in the movie, he's already got eight likes. So, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, will we see Art, Art the Clown again? 
Well, I'm writing the script to part two as we speak. Sweet. I have, yeah. Um, I'm not writing it where I'm trying to figure it out. I have it all figured out. So now it's just a question of filling in gaps and making all the puzzle pieces connect and basically just dialogue. But I have the whole story planned out. Very excited for it. Very excited. I think it's going to. I think it's going to be way better than the first one, honestly. Uh, well, and you've set biggest, the bar pretty high, too, so that's, that's awesome. I, I appreciate it. Uh, the hardest thing, I think, is going to be topping the, the hacksaw scene, just in, just in content, <laughs> not, not necessarily in, execu- in execution. Uh, the effects uh-huh. could always be better but um, and just more disgusting and stuff, but... Just the, I guess, the creativity of it. Uh, so, so that, that I think that's the biggest challenge. Not that it's just about one kill. There's, there's plenty of kills in the movie, and they're all going to be just as disturbing and drawn out as they are in the mm-hmm. first one. Not, you know, every everything that I know worked in part one is going to be in part two for sure. But mm-hmm. well, it's, you know, the the story will be broader. It's, it'll be uh, more conventional in that sense, more of a um, Typical slasher outline, as opposed to it all taking place in one location over the course of like three hours and one night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. I'm I'm gonna do my best to deliver the goods <laughs> once more. Are you uh, are you planning to bring David back for art? Oh, there's there's no question. There's uh-huh. no question. Me, uh, Dave, me and him text all the time, and he gives me ideas, and my you know, we we. we we throw ideas back and forth and uh, see uh, how would that be? Would you, would, would art do this? What do you think of this? And all, all the time. So we're already having a blast with it. So we already pretty much, you know, I, I, I know art's character at this point. Like I, I know what's too far. I know what's just right for him or what's just like right on the cusp and things like that. There's a lot of cool things. There's some funny things. There's some really disturbing things. There's one scene that I'm playing with that's so could could be so wrong. I might I might not shoot it because of it. <laughs> 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 it might come down on it so hard. But I feel like I gotta put it in the movie. Mm. Uh, so we'll see. <laughs> oh, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> and since, I, you I said, since you said since you said no, no, you know what's but well, since you said we could spoil Terrifier, since it's out there, the uh, so the end of the movie, it, yeah. So the end of the movie, you know, uh, Art shoots himself. Now, it, is Art the clown? Like, uh, is he supernatural, or is since he's a clown, is is that like, uh, was that like a, a fake gunshot? No, no, no. He, he. This I, I, I could tell you for sure. I, I already told this to um, someone else in an interview. He definitely kills himself. And, okay. and one thing, and he definitely comes back. So he's a hundred percent supernatural by the okay. end of Terrifier. I mean, for me, that was that was my intention. I wasn't trying to make that ambiguous. So if it is, then that was that was my fault as a as a no, But it really yeah. it really is it because that you even see his brains hanging out the back of his head when, <laughs> yeah. when, yeah. when he comes back. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but uh, this is what I told the other interviewer. I said. Um, I said, what I didn't tell you in the movie and that I'll tell her and I'll tell you guys right now is that he did not expect to come back, which is a pretty big spoiler. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I said it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) 
so it's that was the first time that he was ever officially killed and he was expecting to just take himself out like that and that would have been the ultimate gag and the ultimate sort of fuck you to everybody and his life is meaningless and you know and, just, uh, and it was sort of the um you know this is where it kind of gets too, too much into reality but the, you know just so much murder suicide by gun mm-hmm. uh that actually happens in reality so that i was trying to just because that's relevant i try and put little bits of things in society that are relevant but not hammer it over your head but i just know that they're going to strike an emotional chord with the audience so mm-hmm. that was I, I, and that was just another thing that i've never seen a slasher do before is kill himself like yeah that's typical true thing. you're right right yeah. so yeah. again trying to try and do things that are a little different outside the box where i'm playing mm-hmm. with such typicals and you know just stereotypical uh, tropes that you've seen a million times which I love. And those are the things I grew up watching. So that's what I want to make, but you know, you can't make the exact same thing you've already seen. So how, you know, it's just, how can I kind of turn them on their head and make something a little fresh? So that, that, mm-hmm. that's what it is. You try to come up with things that are just at the end of the day, it's very familiar, but fresh. Mm-hmm. And will that be something not to spoil too much of the second movie, but is that something that you explore in the second movie, more of the supernatural side dart? hundred percent. Yep. But not um how do I how do I explain this? <laughs> um not to the extent where it's gonna become a completely different movie. You right. know, it's still gonna be I, I'm trying my best. It's 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 like what I did with the <clears throat> from the from the transition from the short to the feature. I tried my best to take everything that worked or that people really liked, the consensus that everybody liked, and definitely put that in and not not steer too far away from that because then you're just going into uncharted dangerous territory where you can really set yourself up for massive failure you know mm-hmm. so i'm really going to try and keep it as close to to the first terrifier in terms of his character and the kills and just just everything that people like the retro feel all that but mm-hmm. introduce these uh these new elements and things that just broaden the scope of the film and just add more depth and more substance to the story, mm-hmm. more backstory to Art the Clown, but not not spell everything out and not turn sure. it into a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, something that, a, yeah, something that uh, maybe people don't look too much at, but I always like is a, is a good font and the terrifier, you know, text looks awesome. Uh, did you have any? Uh, did you have any hand in that? No, I found that. I contacted the people who who made it and were were selling it. And I said, "This is this is perfect for this is exactly yeah. the kind of font that, that I wanted." Yeah. It was just so pleasing to the eye. Exactly what I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure what the name of the font is. I mean, whoever, it's one of those fonts yeah. where anybody could buy it, sure. can, can purchase the rights to use it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, that was it. I mean, that's just finding it and. Yeah, I kind of meant more of that. Like, did you pick it out? Uh, not necessarily make it, but did you, you know, you found it? Oh, like, yeah. hey, this. Because yeah. I, yeah, you know, I, it's I, things some people might not think about, but I see fonts sometimes on something, and like, uh, it's not doesn't it kind of it can actually take away because that's the first thing you notice. You know, is the poster art, the name, and stuff. The, you know, there's not VHS stores that go in, but still, there's a lot of movies online and stuff. And uh, if the poster looks cool, or whatever, you're more likely, you know, to, to watch it. 
Oh, that's so, I mean, that's so important. I, I put, cause I edit the movie as well. So I put so much thought and, and love into every aspect of it. And even, even just the way the title cards appear on the screen, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I make them the way sort of Martin Scorsese does a lot in his older movies. Like he'll have the, he'll have the font, he'll have the title cards appear to the beat of the music or the song that's playing in the, in the opening and things like that. There's just even like he puts so much love into the construction of the title sequence where nothing, nothing goes to waste. It's like, he's in charge of, of everything. And I, I, I try, I feel like the titles are so important to a movie or when mm-hmm. they, when they pop up or the effect that they have, you can have so much fun with them. So that was a, that was, that was one of the most fun sequences uh, to, to cut uh, him getting ready. So intercutting him gearing up with the titles flashing on the screen to the music was, mm-hmm. was fun. Yeah. 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 So, so what's the feedback been like? Cause there's been a lot of buzz about the movie and it seems like, uh, you know, word of mouth and it's, it's, it seems like a lot of people are really enjoying it. It really does, man. I, I'm like, uh, I'm so grateful. I, it seems like a, it's gaining a lot more, momentum i'm I'm primarily on instagram so i, I gauge mm-hmm. everything that i see on there okay. and like like almost yeah i i check the the terrifier and art the clown hashtags and see what's going on and every every day or whenever i get to check it there's more and more pictures popping up and artwork by fans there's so much artwork custom artwork uh, people are building dolls and everything i i can't even keep keep track of it anymore <laughs> so he's, he's definitely He's definitely, um, he's made an impression, that's for sure. So uh-huh. Now I'm yeah. just trying not to, uh, I, oh, people are getting tattoos. I, I found like 20 tattoos. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now I'm worried. Now I'm really, like, I don't want to let those people down. It's like, can you at least uh-huh. see everything I do with this art account, please? <laughs> Put a fucking tattoo on your body. <laughs> what if I make Terrifier three and you absolutely hate the director? <laughs> I'm getting this removed. <laughs> but uh, I mean, where Dave and I, I mean, we're, we're so uh, beyond honored and grateful, and so I mean, we're just trying to. Um, honestly, right now we're really we're really focusing on the sequel and make it a fantastic follow-up that's way better and um we just don't want to disappoint people that's that's where we are right now for sure mm-hmm. now i assume yeah, you grew up a, a horror movie fan huge whole mm-hmm. life yep so well, what were the movies that you know, inspired you like this is you know what i want to do for a living i want to make movies oh man well i was um i was named after the omen that's your mom your so, parents were into, into my, my mother. yeah my <laughs> mother named me after the omen uh she actually went she actually went into a video store when she was pregnant and asked to uh to see the box of the omen if they had it to see exactly how it was spelled because some people spell it with an a-n or an o-n she had to spell oh, it with okay. an so so yeah my mom's a horror fan so She's just, she's really just a, a movie fan. She just has great, my mom just had great taste in movies. So it, it wasn't just horror movies, but mm-hmm. um, like the first things I remember, and I'm talking from, from two to three and onward, you know, is, um, so Jaws was always there. Um, 
but Beastmaster, Red Sonia, Commando, <laughs> uh, Rambo First Blood Part Two. Then she took me to she took me to see the Lost Boys in the movie theaters when I was three or four. Nice. Um, yeah, I saw a RoboCop in the theaters when I was four years old. Uh, the Fly. So she just showed me. She let me let me watch whatever, and I just lived in this mom and pop video store uh, in our in our neighborhood that was like walking distance from our house, and she would just pretty much let me rent whatever I wanted. Uh, which is fantastic. I don't, I don't know if oh, I, yeah. I, I, I advise that, but <laughs> she let me watch whatever I want. So uh. I, I loved, loved horror movies. And I knew from a very young age that I was named after a horror movie. So it was just, <laughs> it was just part of my upbringing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yep. oh, but, but to really get back to your question as to what made me want to get into filmmaking. So obviously I just loved horror. It was in my blood. But when I saw the Tom Savini VHS screen greats, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but hmm. um, it was I don't like, know if I have. No, I don't but, think I have either. No? Okay. But you know who Tom Savini is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We even yeah. have his okay. book uh, years ago. <laughs> yeah. Tro- oh, Troy's my older the- brother. He, he he bought me the book when I was a little kid, the, uh, the makeup book. There you go. Grand Illusions, right. Yeah. So basically, so uh, the previews during uh, the VHS of Friday the 13th, uh, part six, it showed... Uh, the preview to Scream Greats, which was an hour documentary on Tom Savini, and it showed him making the monsters. Oh, so wow. my, so I saw that, and then my local video store had that VHS. So I would rent that and watch it all the time, and it just blew my mind. And mm-hmm. that's when I was introduced to special effects makeup, and I saw how they created the monsters. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally fascinated me. And uh, so I, I was watching that at a very young age. But when I was about 12, I really wanted to start to experiment with the stuff he was doing. So I bought I bought like a, my first starter makeup kit and, and a bottle of fake blood. And I would just start messing around, putting cuts and bruises on my friends and shit, and sending, <laughs> sending them home to uh, to their parents. And we would ring the bell and we would we would all act. We were all in on it. And we'd tell them that now. Oh, you know, Rob just got, we were playing football and he slipped and his, uh, his cheek hit the, uh, the license plate on the car. And I put this nice gash on their cheek and <laughs> I, saw my friend, I saw my friend Rob's father just flip out on him. Like he almost beat him because of how pissed he was. He was like, like he just got home from work and he was like, now nah, I got to take you to the fucking emergency room. And That's I I, I got such a rush from that, and I was like, "Oh, all right, so this is this works." And then I just kept, you know, experimenting more and more. And then my uh, my friend Danny's father lent us his camcorder, and we would film the effects. And then I started filming little movies, and before you know it, I just got yeah enthralled by by the whole process. And then I just really fell in love with the filmmaking aspect as a whole. And that's what really got me into it. So I really got a. Thanks, Savini and Screen Greats. So that's really what got me into to filmmaking. Yeah, it's it's hard to beat the Tom Savini effects. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I use so many classic Savini gags in this movie, with just blood pumps, bleeding weapons, and things like that. Yeah, they're, they're so simple, and they 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 work every time. <laughs> every yeah. every time, like, they're so cool. They're like magic. Do you have a favorite uh, movie that that Savini worked on? 
Hmm. Oh, but for sure. Not, not that I'm saying this is his greatest effects work, but my favorite Savini movie is Dawn of the Dead. I mean, that's one of my oh, favorite yeah. horror movies of all time. Yeah, I, I think it's I think the best zo- yeah. It's the best zombie that. movie, I think. By yeah. far. By far. Uh-huh. Never going to be topped. Never going to be topped. I'm sorry. Even if you have, you know, superior makeup and whatnot, it's just that movie is perfect. Perfect. Yep. And it's just I the most, one of the most generous horror movies ever when it comes to special effects there's a there's mm-hmm. a special effect every fucking five minutes in that movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, it, it's unbelievable you, you can't believe how many uh intricate headshots you're seeing well zombies getting taken out and people getting torn open it's, it's endless that movie is a masterpiece i agree but i mean his fa- his best work his best work might be day of the dead uh, you know him and him. And yeah, the zombie stuff is is amazing, and especially like when the guy gets ripped in half at the end, he's like choke on it. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Exactly. <laughs> Flawless stuff Flawless in, stuff. in Creep Show too. Yeah, Creep Show's probably my favorite. Creep and Dawn of the Dead, either yeah. one of the two. Yep. Yeah, Creep Show is one of my favorites by far. By far, mm-hmm. that's definitely the greatest anthology movie ever made in my opinion. Yes. Yeah. yeah agreed. I, uh, and it, I always say this on the show, but it's a it's a it was the first VHS tape that my mom bought me when I was a little kid, and they weren't cheap back then in the eighties. So. I, I still have like 40 it. Dollars, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Did it have the you clamshell know, case and yeah, stuff? I still, yeah. yeah, I still have it here with the clamshell. I'll be honest, the VHS, the VHS worn out and it broke, but I still have it because uh, <laughs> so, Oh my god, what a what a freaking prized possession that is, man! Not for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, kind of like what you said. Our, our mom, uh, totally a big horror movie fan, and I, I remember she signed. She had to sign a thing at the local video store so I could read anything I wanted. In the same way, I'd you know wow. read all these crazy horror movies. Yeah. See, that's an awesome mom. That's yeah. Crazy. yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. And this, you know what's crazy? I'm sorry, you go. What were you going to say? I was just saying, I actually watched Terrifier for the first time with, with our mom. No way. Yep. <laughs> wow. All right. Did she That's like it, Bill? Awesome. Yeah, she loved it. Oh, good. good, good, good. She, loves, she loves any kind of clown stuff. But this one oh, uh, really uh, stood out. Wow. Well, I have a funny story for you about my mother watching Terrifier. So she, I only, I showed her when I was cutting it. She saw like a clip or two, but nothing crazy. Uh, when it when it came out on demand, she watched it on her own. And then like the night it came out, she watched it at like 10 o'clock at night. And then she called me up around midnight. And she was she's very proud, very proud of me saying all these great stuff, the great things. Oh, that's and awesome. She, yeah. And then she gets quiet. <laughs> and, she goes, <laughs> and then she goes you know she's like she goes but damn she's like I, I, I gotta be honest she's like i'm watching this and, and for the first time in my life she goes i wondered is, is there something wrong with my son <laughs> but, she was, <laughs> but she was dead serious and i was so offended <laughs> I felt so sh- not offended. Offended is the wrong word. I was ashamed. I felt like because this was this was the person who introduced me to horror, and I'm just trying to make her proud of me and thinking like, oh, all this crazy stuff I'm I'm doing, and every all these movies you show me like maniac and stuff. And I'm like, oh, now I'm doing it too. And she, yeah, she was. Uh, 
she even she had to stop for a second and be like, is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> did I did I lose did I lose him at some point? <laughs> Where have I gone wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. my, my child that I named Damien after you know the Antichrist. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm blaming Harold for everything. <laughs> uh, speaking of a great uh, movie posters, you mentioned Maniac. That's still one of my favorite posters ever. It's just. It's so like, uh, yeah, it's so nasty. It's so dirty, and it's oh awesome. yeah, it's got so that dirty. great so sleazy, sleazy quality. Yeah, it's yeah. a little ball in his pants, and like, man, this rules. And rules, and that was very controversial when they put that on a billboard when the movie came out. It was on, it was on the news, and they did all pieces on it about how misogynistic it is and everything, and it shouldn't be in a public place like that. And I wanted to do that. When I um, this was before the movie got picked up, and I was talking to uh, my producer about if we did self distribution and we had to advertise the movie. Um, mm-hmm. There's a, there there's a billboard where we live going from Staten Island to Manhattan. There's billboards all over the place, like billboard space. And I said, how cool would it be if we put? I, I don't know if you guys saw like the alternate version poster of Terrifier. It, it looks like I pretty much designed it after the style of the Maniac poster. It's, oh no, it's that's like a, great. Yeah, it's a it's total retro paint oil painting of the, the this like girl hanging upside down. It's basically the the hacksaw scene. So so I have like an attractive blonde hanging upside down, you know, uh, with him holding the hacksaw. It's just very, you know, it's just outrageous. So I was like, imagine putting that on the <laughs> on the friggin' on the BQE and people seeing that as they drive by and wondering what the hell that is. Well, that uh, would have been I, the coolest, coolest thing. Yeah, we would have been on the news. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I just yeah. looked it up. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the I do like the, the the current one too. I have to say, but yeah, that's pretty sweet. Thank you. All right, cool. <laughs> well, on the Blu-ray, they did a cool uh, Epic did this awesome reverse sleeve, so you, you could choose whichever whichever cover you want. So one has oh, the uh, the awesome retro poster. Mm-hmm. So that, cool. that was cool. Yeah. 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 I rented on demand. I have to get the Blu-ray so I can see all the specials. There's a, you know, I wish we filmed a lot more things, but we, it's, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things when you're working on a movie with a low budget and you're just really focusing on the movie and you only have a finite amount of crew members and everything Sure. where you really don't, can't get that much behind the scenes shit, unfortunately. But we did get a, we got like a nice 20 minute behind the scenes featurette. Uh, there, there's some cool stuff on it. I did an awesome uh, interview with Jenna where she talks about what it was like to work on the movie. And, uh, oh, nice. We got, a, yeah, we got a time lapse of me doing the makeup on Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, commentary with me and Dave, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I, we tried. No, to I'm a big fan of commentary tracks. So. Yeah. I love commentary tracks. Mm-hmm. I love them. I love them. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever listened to the commentary on uh, Bad Lieutenant? Not bad. I'm sorry, not Bad Lieutenant. King of New York. Abel Ferrara's King of New York. No, I haven't, but uh, I'm sure it'd be awesome. It's by far the greatest commentary ever, <laughs> ever. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with that movie. That's a badass uh, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely. Am. Abel Ferrara is just like the craziest like New York filmmaker. He's so cool. He's so real, and it's just it's a fantastic. You guys can listen to him talk forever. It's amazing. Yeah, I know he's I the, he's a mate on the on the Driller Killer one um, that's put exactly. out by what is it Arrow? I think. Yeah, 
And like Driller Killer, I'm not going to say I'm the, I'm the biggest fan of the movie, but the uh, it, I don't dislike it. But the commentary and the, and all the all the interviews with with him totally make it worth just getting the uh, the Blu-ray yeah. just for that. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's so cool. He's such a character. But those uh, are those are the movies that I grew up with. That's why I kind of have that grimy. There's like a, a grimy aspect to the Terrifier, and that's mm-hmm. really from movies like Driller Killer and uh, and Basket Case that I was watching. Oh, uh, I love the Basket Case. That's yeah. one of my favorite. Basket Case was my favorite. Time. Right. Favorite Mine movie too. of all time. <laughs> uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. So those There's are the movies some- I grew up. Wow. There's something about all, all those movies from that era that are from New York that just have this, that I have that grittiness. And even if like, uh, they're not necessarily a horror movie, like Taxi Driver, or anything, they all have that yep. feel to them. They're just like, there's something special about them. Mm-hmm. Something special and something very dirty about them. You feel like yeah, you yeah. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100 percent, 100 percent. So that's another uh, actually, one of my taxi drivers. One of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah, mine too. That's oh, that has a great wrong. commentary track too. I think it's got a, a, a couple commentary tracks on it. But the, the, yeah, they're yeah. great. I mean, that's like one of the things where people, uh, you know, they ask me about horror movies, and they think they think I just like live in this cave, or all I do is watch shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like like I just watch Driller Killer like twenty four hours a day. <laughs> so, like, yeah. and, like nothing could be farther from the truth. Like I watch. Or especially, I feel like most horror movies are are just movie lovers. When you really, if you really talk to a horror mm-hmm. movie fan, they're pretty well versed in all movies. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you see that. Yeah, more but they just have more. a special a special affinity for for horror. But I'm the same way. I, I'm I'm a movie buff through and through, like all all decades, all all genres. But so mm-hmm. I take little pieces. There's just things from all all movies that you would little homages and stuff like that from all different kinds of movies and I put them together and you would never think something from this movie mixed with something from that movie would would work. You know? I'm like no one would know I took something from Basket Case and mixed it with something from know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But they would never That's, know. Yeah. It, oh yeah. All, it's all yeah. there in a blender. It just, uh-huh. it just comes out. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just uh, a quick plug for him, Kevin Van Hentendrick from the Basket Cake series Basket Case series. He does uh, stone carving now. And I think it's coming up in August or, or July. And, well, for like a week every year, he does a free seminar, and you can go and learn the uh, the ancient art of stone carving with Kevin Van Hindenburg. I know he does. <laughs> I actually got to work yeah. with him on a on a horror movie, on a low budget horror movie. Oh, did you? Did he's oh, he's such a good guy. Such a good guy. Yeah. He's first of all, I it may it might as well have been Jack Nicholson standing next to me. That's how, <laughs> that's how yeah. starstruck. I was next to him because of how much I, I, how many times I watched basket case from the time I was five years old to, you know, to working with him at 23 and like, there he is. That's not somebody you ever imagine seeing in real life. You, know, you don't no. think that's a real no. person. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, so that, he, that he's was, still got the big like pompadour thing going on yeah. and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's awesome. <laughs> It was unbelievable. So there I am just watching him fucking act. And I'm like, that's Dwayne Bradley. I'm like, this is <laughs> here, we, yeah, here we go. But yeah, yeah. he was, he was a, such a nice guy. And, and yeah, he actually <clears throat> handed, uh, he handed me a, uh, a flyer or a, 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 of his uh, carving. He's like fantastic stone carving. Oh yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, uh, he, I went to it a, a few times 
And uh, I was carving in Frankenstein's monster on on a big rock. It's still up there. No it's way. not quite finished, but yeah, I've been learning the. Oh. It's pretty cool to go up there, and no one there knows him from the movies. They just think he's like the town, you know, stone carver. So you know, <laughs> it's really... stone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, he's in one so, of the greatest uh, midnight <laughs> movies. Of oh yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh, did you ever see Bloodsucking Freaks? That's another one of my favorites. I haven't. I haven't. Oh, you, well, you it's should, got that should, New York vibe. You yeah, like you that. should. You should seek it out. It's a Joel Reed movie, Blood Sucking Freaks. You know, late seventies in the New York area. Era. Uh, it's definitely amazing. Heard about it my whole life. I just one of those. Uh-huh. There's a few yeah. of those gems. I didn't get to see a tape just a few years ago. So you know, I was I was late uh, coming to uh, to the movie. Yeah, I think I'm just when we talked to Joel Reed, I think. Uh, that was when we first watched it. Yeah. Well, what ha- yeah, well, what happened was uh, the former coach on the show she recommended it, and I watched. It. I was like, "Oh my god, this movie!" So then I, you know, sought out Joel Reed and got him on the show because it was so it was so great. That's a- Wait, now Joel Reed is the is the director, writer. Director? He's the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I think most of the awesome. I think most of the cast have passed away. Uh, I think a lot of them right after the movie was made. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Is that a is that a late sixties or early seventies movie or it's uh, se- yeah it's seventies uh, I think like seventy six seventy seven maybe yeah I think so. you know like who that. else I haven't uh, I haven't really I've only seen clips is like Herschel Gordon Lewis oh man I've seen, uh, yeah I've only seen clips of his movies but I never saw one that throughout he's he's another guy that has great commentary because yep. uh, I yeah. like his horror movies but he often does like uh, like these. Uh, female biker movies, which isn't really what I'm into, but they're fun to watch just to listen to him talk about them. And if you listen Amazing. to him talk in the commentary, no matter what the movie is, you think this he, this guy just made you know Gone with the Wind or something. The way he talks about it, oh yeah, <laughs> he sells everything. That was what was so yeah. great, and he's so like articulate. You just like whenever exactly. he'd speak, you just be fascinated. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. That's a, that's what's so fucking cool about the uh, the Abel Ferrara King of New York one. Like he's just so hung up on the shots. Like he's uh-huh. like the whole time uh-huh. he's just like he's just like look, look at that fuck. But he's like look at that fucking <laughs> shot. He's like, he goes, you know he goes, you know how hard it is to get that shot. He's like you got to be up at three o'clock in the morning. You got you got fifteen minutes to get <laughs> this fucking shot. <laughs> like it, it, it's so cool. Like he's so amazing. So amazing. But yeah, some people just have that. Some directors just have that that gifted gab, like Tarantino. You could listen to him twenty four hours a mm-hmm. day talk about movies. That's that's amazing. Yeah, so cool. Well, uh, well, we have to call Jenna here. So, uh, but we'd love to have you back sometime if you'd be up for it. Oh yeah, I thought we were all going to be on at the same time. <laughs> yeah, well, you could stay on if you want for a couple minutes, and we'll call her if you want. It's up to you. Do you want me to? I don't care. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, I think that'd be totally, totally up to you guys. I really, if if you'd rather just uh, have your time with her, that's that's fine. How can they find Terrifier? Um, so you can you can get the the physical DVD special edition DVD Blu-ray on Epic uh, Pictures website. It's on it's on most um, platforms at this point. Uh, Redbox, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Prime. It's on a bunch of bunch of things. Um, it's not that hard to find. Just Google Terrifier. I'm primarily on my uh, 
Instagram, which is uh, mm-hmm. Damien at Damien underscore Leone. All right, we're gonna we're just gonna get a real short break, and we'll be back here in a second with uh, well, Damien will be on with it. Jenna Canal will be on very very shortly. All right, we're back. From ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Ripley, we should have listened. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming tonight! Mostly! They're coming tonight! Mostly! They're coming tonight! Mostly! They're coming tonight! Mostly! Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming tonight! Hey there, this is Lee Winnell, writer and director of the film Upgrade and the co-creator of Saw and Insidious, and you are listening to Without Your Head. Oh, welcome back to the station of decapitation without your head. I'm still nasty Neil. And I remain terrible, Troy. Mm-hmm. And now we're joined by Jenna Cannell of Terrifier. How you doing? What's up? Hey, everybody. How's everything so, going? Ter- <laughs> We're just talking about the room and, and Iron Sheet. <laughs> yeah, so, we were, uh, we were kicking it for a good minute. <laughs> now it's just all downhill for now. But no, how did you get oh, involved yeah. in Terror? <laughs> uh, Damien and I met uh, years ago. We started talking a long time ago. And I know Damien's lurking in the corner fact-checking me. So correct me if I get it wrong. But uh, we were talking, and I was originally supposed to be involved in um, this other film called The Ninth Circle that he wrote that's also very fucked up in typical Damien fashion and really good. Uh, but this one ended up happening first and we just kept in touch and he reached out and was like, hey, want to do this one instead? Uh, and um, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you realize how uh, dark and twisted it, it, the movie was? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Damien, did you, am I allowed to say what my death originally was? Or is that, uh, we, spoil, uh, spoil that. we spoiled everything. So go for it. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I, well, okay. What happened? You told me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely knew. I was originally planning, like you've heard, uh, on being hung upside down and having my face stuffed in a bag with a live rat. So, um, oh my Harrison, God. We did not hear that. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know. Oh, oh, that's what I remember in the first draft. Oh, like wow. Wait, actually, and like, know, don't, keep... don't spoil that. That might be a killing. Well, now people. it's too late to play that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. <my> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta dig up my NDA. My bad. <laughs> but long Damn. story short, yes, I yeah. knew that uh, it was going to be fucked up regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how long uh, how long did you say you knew Damien? Uh, I mean, when, when did we first start talking? Like 2013? I think it was 2012. Um, that's what that audition yeah. was saved to on my computer. That's the only reason I know that at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think I With looked your, like uh, oh. <laughs> You're like a little kid. <laughs> that was a long yep, time ago. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tiny baby. Tiny baby. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was a long, and then even, I mean, Terrifier, we filmed like two years ago now, 
uh, I know it just it's just coming out, but um, uh, yeah, we filmed it like two or three years ago. Yeah. How about the the skeleton dress that you wear in it? Uh, was that something that was picked out for the movie, or was was that uh, part of your wardrobe? Oh my god, I wish I could say I just had that on hand. <laughs> no, that was that was for the movie, but it's mine now. <laughs> It's mine now. Uh, I didn't keep, there were two versions of it that we had on set. Uh, one was um, the the one that I kept. And then the other one was like ripped and like full of dried blood. And I didn't keep that one. Yeah. That one's on eBay. Right. right. <laughs> that one's in, in Japan somewhere in a vending machine. <laughs> I think a trip to Japan. So do you have a, uh, what are your thoughts on clowns? Do you have a fear of clowns? I, I don't, uh, but I understand why they're so scary. Uh, I, I definitely get, get it. Um, I, I feel like part of it has to do with the, the uncanny valley that they look human, but not quite human, that all their features are exaggerated. And, uh, I mean, art is particularly terrifying because he doesn't talk, uh, which yeah. it makes him so much scarier, uh, especially because, uh, David, as you'll see, is the opposite. <laughs> So when he stops talking, he gets much scarier. <laughs> <laughs> so what was he like? Uh, All right. You'll be on a little while. So what, what was he like you know, out of character? Out of character, he's a nut job. He's ridiculous. Uh, he, he's, he's got all this clowning training and mascot training, and he's very, very silly out of character. But in character, um, is a different story for sure. Yeah. So uh, I'll ask about this, but uh, so he was like, uh, he has clown training prior to, to the role. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, Damien, I'm sure you can speak more to that, but uh, yes. I gotta be <laughs> honest. I don't think, I don't think he's had professional mind training, I, um, no, but no. he's played, he's played the Joker and he's clearly, yeah, yeah he's been in like all these um, theater troops or, and he's played, right. Like the Grinch, yeah. like all these like heavy theatrical performances where he just he brought like that really role to physical, uh, yeah, physical mm-hmm. heavy makeup roles that he's mm-hmm. accustomed to. <laughs> no, uh, Damien told us that like you know uh, you guys filmed this in like real locations and there were some you know grimy places and some uh, you know uh, oddballs hanging around. What was it like to, to film the movie uh, where you guys did film it? Oh my god, the, the the location itself is scarier than than the movie. Arguably, the location was was uh, the the shit of nightmares. Um, it, it it was this abandoned factory in in uh, this random part of New Jersey, and it like, but it abandoned in the way that like it looks like everybody who was working there just one day stood up and walked out and didn't take any of their shit with them, which is creepier than than just empty room. So uh-huh. there's one room with all these cubicles and file cabinets and the phones are still there. There's one room where there were, it was just full of cars. Another room that was full of tires. I mean, some of that stuff was just already there. Uh, mm-hmm. You had to walk through this, this particularly scary room just to get to the bathroom, uh, which was always <laughs> super fun. Alone. Yeah, it, it wasn't, did you use the bathroom that's shown in the movie or did you, did you have another one that you guys get to use? There was, there was a different one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoiler alert: uh, I peed a lot more during the movie than I do in the movie. <laughs> we had a Johnny on the spot. That was much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, as an actor does that help you get into the role more when you are in like a real place oh definitely yeah i mean it's it's it certainly makes you feel though you're actually uh possibly in danger Uh, i mean we had to lock our if i remember correctly we locked ourselves in there every night because we were worried about people wandering in which is just like a (laughs) grave encounters situation um Uh i mean yeah, it definitely helps a lot to to, to be afraid while you're supposed to be afraid. <laughs> All right. So uh, the scene yeah. where you're you're being tortured and you have uh, tape over your mouth, and you're screaming a lot. Like uh, how how you know? Did you have like real tape there? And how long is it there? And how, you know how, how hard is that scene to shoot? Uh, there, that was real tape. Uh, <laughs> all the tape on my my arms, legs, and face was actual uh-huh. tape. Uh, we we actually had to. I, I remember we had to. We got to the point where we had to take a break from and then kind of dull the tape on my mouth because after so many takes of ripping it off, I had this perfect red rectangle on my face uh, in the shape of bucket. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had to kind of take a break because it's it's really not meant to be on on skin for <laughs> for too long. But that also, I mean, just like the location, like that helps. Um, you know, that helps you get into the zone when you're actually experiencing the things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. with Damien, like, uh, your character is very likable and you're rooting for it, which I always think adds to, uh, you know, to a slasher movie. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, just like uh, random people getting killed. So, uh, right. uh, did you see, did you see that in the script? You know, that this is a, a character that you like? Yeah. Uh, definitely. Because a lot of the time in horror movies, um, and I obviously love horror movies, but a lot of times characters will do things that are just kind of dumb and unreasonable. And, and you want to scream <laughs> right. at the screen and ask why, like, you know, say, don't do that. Don't go in there. Why are you having sex in the woods next to this masked guy? Uh, and right. so I like that she, I like that um, the characters are uh, relatively intelligent. Mm-hmm. No, so, so you did... like, oh, what's in here? Yeah. Uh, you grew up in a uh, horror movie? Go on, yeah. Damien? I just, can I just say that a lot of why that character is so likable, honestly, is because of Jenna's sort of natural charisma and what she brings to it. And oh, like thanks, when, I'm, when I'm... No, for real. Like when I'm casting a movie to the best of my ability, like the first thing you look for is talent. And then the second thing you look for, you hope for, is pleasantness on you know, on set? And you, don't want any, <laughs> you know you don't want any drama. It's tough enough. And not only is Jenna just extremely pleasant to be around and funny, but but then she brings this extra quality of just being like such a professional and very focused. Like you could tell she's a, a a truly trained actor. So it was really cool to see the intensity she brings to it and how much she cares about it and all these little mm-hmm. like nuances and things she brings to the role. And on top of that, she's a stunt woman. So yeah, there was a lot of cool oh, things. Right. Like, I didn't she, know that. Yeah, so she would fall down steps and just uh, <laughs> like, numerous takes, like slamming her body into the concrete floor and having Dave choke her and just get really physical. And that, <laughs> that, was, that, that, that was really amazing. So uh, a lot of credit. Thank you. To yeah, you're welcome. That's, that's really, I really appreciate all of that. And I mean, but all of that is made so much easier by having um, a, a director at the helm who you actually trust, because all of that stuff can only happen in a space where you feel 
uh, safe. I mean, especially if you're tied to a chair, but also, you know, emotional <laughs> safety, but, um, yeah, no. Uh, and I, and I always, I mean, Damien also let us play a lot, which was great. Um, you know, it was never that anything was too sacred to, to play with, which is, which is really nice as an actor to mm-hmm. be able to do. Yeah. Well, uh, since we already, we did spoil the movie earlier. So, uh, I, I do think you're, you're very likable in the movie and that's what makes it so, uh, uh, surprising that, you know, when your character dies and it also, uh, you know, like, Oh, you're, you're rooting for you. Yeah, then you get killed in the movie. And, you know, and a lot, I think of most of the slashers, you, you only remember like, uh, mostly you just remember the killer, but, uh, your character definitely stands out in the movie. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. We, I'm glad you didn't want me to die. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I guess it would be weird. I was like, man, I'm sorry. Really, I'm wait really for late. This woman to die. Come on. <laughs> right. Right. It'd be yeah. If you were like rooting for me to die, I'd probably have to uh, yeah. examine my life when choices. You're, when you're reading the script for the first time and your character dies, like you know, uh, mid movie, a little bit later, were you, were you surprised? Not at all. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I think I always knew Damien was going to murder me in some horrible way. Um, I, and I, and I've, I've died in most of the projects that I've acted in as well. So I, I had the odds against me. Uh, I, was, I like dying. I think it's really fun. I, I definitely was surprised by how early it, it comes. Um, yeah, but then yeah. it's, it's a nice twist on the final girl trope that, that it's my, my sister coming to, coming to save the day. Which is also, mm-hmm. you know, cool because you don't see that yeah. super often mm-hmm. in movies either. Yeah, and they give an act, uh, an actress that uh, looks like could be your sister. Yeah, yeah. Damien did an awesome job of that. Like she, we definitely look like we're related. It's fantastic. Very impressive. Yeah. Hmm. And your luck. Chance. Wait, all right. Can I say this uh, real quick? And this is the God's honest truth. So I have. Other than the million little regrets I have with the movie and things I wish I could change, I have two major regrets. One of them is that I kill off Jenna. Just because, <laughs> because you are such a cool heroine and mm-hmm. you're wor- worthy. Like, she really is, like, built up and, like, tough and worthy enough to, to take Art out or go up to him through the entire movie. But this movie was mm-hmm. about establishing... Art the Clown, and that scene was so important to show that you're never you're never safe around him. Like all bets are off, you never know what he's capable of doing. You should never feel safe you know, with, mm-hmm. with any character around him. So that was really important. But that was it was really a tough, you know, disheartening decision to have to make to have to kill her off because she is so likable and she's like a tough character. Um, mm-hmm. And the other one is I wish that I there was one extra scene that I wanted to give to Samantha, who plays Victoria, who's your sister. I, I wish she had one more scene before she gets to the warehouse where I could have fleshed out her character ju- just a little bit more because she's just thrust into this situation so quickly and she has to deal with the situation and she's sort of just this woman in peril for, for most of the movie. So th- those, are, those are my two biggest regrets with this movie, but... It was important that we killed you, Jen, but we had, yeah, but I wish, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I know. Well, now I can't come back in the sequel. It's the only problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Unless it's but, a prequel, or you've got a, a, a twin sister or a twin cousin. Oh, there you go. There you There's go. There's always a twin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> so what's it like to, to the uh, when you're seeing the woman getting cut in half? Were you there for when when they're actually uh, filming it? Oh yeah, I mean, well, the kind of. I mean, the, we, you know, it's it's filmed in a way. You were not. Kind of, you were not there. No, <coughs> she was not there. No, that's the, true. Uh, actually. Yep. No, that was actually yeah, in wait. two completely different locations. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, I remember it. Oh so no, you know why you're getting confused? No, no, she, she's partially right because there's one shot where we um, we hung up the the body, the slab, just to get yeah. just to get a shot of of the body sort of uh, out of focus in the foreground and you in the background for just one well, angle. Yeah, and and so you did see the, the body. The two halves, the two halves of her are swinging, and I have to like run by them. That part exactly. Too. Is yeah, that what you're talking Dave about? Was, right. But when Dave was actually cutting up Catherine and like really cutting up the, the hero shots of the fake body, that, that was months yeah. later in a different location. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. I, uh, when you... well, I wasn't looking at anything, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> which is a, right. Which is a testament to her, her acting. Yeah. See, yeah. you look well, shot to you. shot is months and months, <laughs> months apart. Yeah. Oh God, when you, great. uh, when Jenna, when you see the finished movie, uh, what did you think of it? And did you, uh, did you, you know, you realize off obviously there's a lot of brutality in it, but did you, was it any different than you imagined it would be? Oh my God. I fucking loved it. I'm uh, all hard for how the movie came out. Cause you never know. I mean, sometimes you do films and they fucking suck. Um, <laughs> right. uh, so it's, you know, and, and obviously I, I didn't think that this one was going to suck, but it was so much cooler than, than I was prepared for um i guess i didn't really know um obviously uh you know how he was going to color correct it which is one of my favorite things about the uh about the final cut is the color grade on it is so fucking interesting and unique and the music is amazing and just i mean you i i do production as well and so like i logically know how all these things come together but it's always so cool to see when you're not a part of that aspect of the process to see everything come together and uh, and yeah, and it, and it had been so long that like, you know, like just now, like I forget what, <laughs> where I was at what given time and what I was looking at or not looking at. And so, um, after time had gone by, it's even cooler to see it because you don't even remember filming all of it. Yeah. And, uh, it um, seems yeah. like it's, uh, yeah, I mentioned with Damien, it's got a lot of buzz now online and it seems like oh, you know, yeah. word of mouth people talking about it. So, uh, what's been the feedback for, for you, like, you know, uh, for, for the movie? It's been it's been really cool. People really really like it. I mean, as as they should. It totally deserves all the love. But uh, yeah, I love it. It's it's uh yeah. Like I I'm I'm amazed at how much it's kind of spread uh, online and how many people are talking about it and how many people have have reached out um, and said how much they loved it and um, just kind of how I'll accidentally see things about it, which is the coolest thing and. Um, so many people saying that it's the most brutal thing that they've seen ever or in a long time. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's really cool. And, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I, I'm proud of having been a part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, you know, I see a lot of movies for the show, obviously, 
and uh sure. then, then when you know one that like i really like comes out it's very exciting to talk about and get it, people on you know to uh talk about it. and i've you know told a lot of my uh, friends people i know on facebook and stuff to to watch it uh, and i think they've all loved it that's awesome hell yeah. yeah thanks for helping uh be um art one of our missionaries yeah, i'm sure it's only yeah <laughs> i'm sure i'm not doing a big part but i'm just saying like I, I, I i've seen a bunch of movies and some of them you know i wonder why they're made but this one uh, really stood out to me right. i just uh, thought it was great yeah I, well, I, you're very welcome uh i think uh actually uh uh, Art the Clown wants to join us. Is that cool with everyone? Hell no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We're getting him on the line. Uh, he's, he apologizes in advance. He says he's got some people in the house. All right. I think hey, we have... Uh, oh, we have David Howard <laughs> Thornton. Art the Clown is joining us. How are you doing? Very good. So you're here with What's everyone. Up? What's up? The hey. gang is all here. I guess I'll take <laughs> off the video. Everybody else is just on chat, so hold on there. Yeah, yeah, I should have told you beforehand. Yeah. I don't all have right. to see my ugly mug anymore. <laughs> so, we're, talking, we're talking with Jenna and Damien about uh, your clown background, so now we'll get it from you. Uh, are you a, a trained clown? Um, yeah, I would say so in a uh, weird way, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I grew so up doing... What was that? <laughs> I said we were both right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Dave, what's up, brother? What's up, my brother from another mother? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, Dave, Dave, there's a little uh, confusion. See, I didn't think you were a professionally trained clown. Yeah. There is, are you? No, not a protect. Uh, ooh, English hard all of a sudden. I think I had a stroke. Um, no, I'm not a professionally trained clown per se. No, I, I grew up doing like theater and I learned to do a lot of physical comedy from people that are really good at doing it, I guess. So that was how I would say I was professionally trained. But, you know, <laughs> I would say I professionally hit the nail on the head with my answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But he's been professionally trained, just not as a clown. Exactly. Semantics. So, what is it about clowns that interests you, David? I just think they're fun. I just like I've always been amused. I've never been scared by them. I, like as a kid going mm -hmm. to like the circus and stuff like that, I found them extremely amusing. Mm-hmm. You know, what was it like to work with Jenna? Oh, she was awesome. Shucks. <laughs> <Yuck. laughs> awesome <laughs> Jenna's going to get a big head off the show tonight. I, 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 yeah, it's already, you guys are killing me. But I, I appreciate all of it. You guys are so wonderful. It was, I mean, you guys have, have I don't know if you watched any of the behind the scenes uh, stuff, but I have particular, it. you have not. No, because I, I rented it on demand, so I, did, I don't have oh, the Blu-ray okay, yet. Okay. I was going to say, there's a, a clip of David walking around, and he's in Art the Clown's head, but he's shirtless with his, just his normal skin, but he's holding up <laughs> the tits and, like, talking about them. <laughs> and it, it's worth the watch. <laughs> it really is. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
since we have spoiled a lot of movies, a lot of the movie, I do think that's probably the creepiest look is when you're you're dressed as the woman with the wig and. and oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, when you had the physique of ET, yeah. <laughs> I <can see> why. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be afraid of going to the beach because I, I always thought like guys in like you know like uh, black jackets and black ties would come and take me away or something like that and dissect me. So, <laughs> well, Dave, Dave, tell them tell them about what it was like with me and you discussing that scene and how oh. how it came to be and why you were so courageous and why you eventually did it the way we executed it. Well, yeah, yeah, that that's originally it wasn't written for me to be like naked or anything like that. I was supposed to wear all that over the clown costume. And and Damien's like, we're in the car one day driving to set. And he's like, you know, what would be freakier is if you were naked. And I'm like, yeah, that would be kind of <laughs> freaky. <with the options."> <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, but he's like, seriously, I'm like, yeah, I, I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. But I'm like. You know, if Catherine is going to do what she's doing in this film and go full out like that, you know, she can expose mm-hmm. herself in such, you know, a sensitive way. It, you know, it, I might as well, too. It's like, you know, she can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. So he guilted you into it. That's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, which goes, yeah. Which goes to show. You know, the professionalism and the people I had the, uh, you know, the luck to work with. I was really, there was no, I didn't have to really twist Dave's arm to do it. He was totally, totally game. You know, there was just really no, no drama. It was, it was such an amazing working environment between (laughs) me and the actors. It was really like a fucking dream come true. Cause I've had some horrible experiences with actors in the past. Like I, I I literally, I scrapped a movie that I, I had shot pretty much like 70% of the movie. And I scrapped the entire movie because I hated the star. And I just, I just yes. knew I would never be able to look at that movie. <laughs> like when it was finished. Damn. So yeah, that's, that's fucking depressing. Yeah. That's, that's super depressing. Yeah. Well, no, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna add an addendum to that, that I, I, and I'm sure David can also speak to this. I've worked with some directors who are just fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's feeling is mutual it's also very funny because you know damien's shit is so fucked up and and david's uh character is so fucked up and in real life they're both such kind sweet people (laughs) and you you never know by looking at their art oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) no uh jenna mentioned earlier you know she had a a different uh death scene originally We we won't talk about that part but uh, when was it changed, and like, uh, you know, who came up with uh, the death scene that we see? Uh, I, I definitely came up with that. Originally, it was supposed to be in the script. It was, um, I, I think, Victoria had a boyfriend. Uh, it was supposed to happen to a, to the boyfriend in the script, and then I just wrote that character out. And um, yeah, I thought it would be a lot cooler to do that. I didn't cool, know this. Right adjective, but it'd be a lot, a lot more disturbing and effective to do it to Jenna's character. So, yeah, so that's what we wound up doing. The reason I, so now I'm starting to remember the kill that we were supposed to do to Jenna. The re- wow. You're right. Jenna. I even, I even built that fake head of yours. The, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With, like the, with the damage in it, that was supposed to happen from that death scene. Um, the reason I didn't yep. do it is because 
if I did that back to back with the soaring and half scene, the audience would have got up and walked out of the. Walked, walked out of the <laughs> like no, it, it would have been it, it would have been so distasteful, way too much, and just completely complete overkill. No pun intended. But I mean, it, nah. so that, wow, you're right. I, I totally forgot about that. I didn't forget about the kill. Like I still have that idea, but I forgot we were actually going to do that in this movie. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I had forgotten about it until this moment when they, when earlier they asked about the script and whether mm-hmm. it was fucked up right off the bat. <laughs> and it suddenly came <laughs> flooding back to me because we were yeah. even talking about how to accomplish that safely. And, um, but in a way it's more, it's, it's less grotesque the way that he actually kills me, but in a way it's more fucked up at the same time because he, it's mm-hmm. even, if you have no idea. Yeah the original way would have would have gone way further into quote unquote torture porn like like this yeah. it, would, it would have it would have been way too much torture it would have been another method of her being uh sort of like hung up or shackled and and tortured so to speak yeah so yeah right. it definitely wouldn't have worked it would have been way too much yeah mm-hmm uh, we talked with Damien earlier about you know, art using a gun. Uh, what 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 your take on that, uh, David? About you know, art using a, a gun in the movie? Well, I, I I thought it was a ballsy move. Um, when I first read it, I was like, God, no one's going to see this coming. Yeah, I was very surprised. Yeah, uh-huh. we we had fun that night too because I was like, Oh, this is going to be badass. This is going to be bad. <laughs> This, I'm like I, I told him like this is going to be the part where everybody screams in the theater because they are not going to see that coming. But yeah, I mean I think in especially um, you know in you consider the environment that we are in right now as a country with the gun violence and everything. I think it's a very valid and real fear that a lot of people now have, and yeah. so. I know we didn't do that on purpose to like make some kind of political point or anything, but I mean, I think it it works in that kind of way. Yeah, I agree. It is weird yeah. and, that and the uh, idea that it's not. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go on, Jenna. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was going to talk. I was going to piggyback onto that um, and just say that uh, along those same lines, it's it's even though it's not an intentional political statement that it does speak to the the fear of that someone could suddenly do that and it's not quote-unquote fair anymore it's not a fair it's not a fair fight anymore it's literally right. bringing a gun to a knife fight yeah <laughs> yeah yeah or a wooden I was just saying, it's got... a cowardly move but whatever <laughs> <laughs> it is it is <laughs> so you didn't you didn't beat jenna's character fairly is what you're saying no <laughs> Well, you, you even look at the scene, and you know Art's not even enjoying it. He's just kind no, of right. that he had like, a resort yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the movie it really changes. Like you didn't want to, yeah, like mm-hmm. you didn't want to res- resort to that. Maybe yeah. I don't know. In, like, well, I got to do something here, or I'm going to die. So <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm so threatening at least. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? A lot of people. When it comes to that scene, a lot of people I've seen, I, I notice, get annoyed that you don't keep beating him up, that you kind of keep taunting him. Mm-hmm. And to me, like you do, you do have him. Like he's he's completely yeah. at your mercy at, at that scene. He is defeated. Like the 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 tables turn where now you're in the power position and you want to drag it out because yeah. 
because of how, you know, you don't want to kill him that quickly. You want him to keep getting up so you can knock him back down. So oh, it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not that you, your character fucked up and, and you could no. have had him if you just kept hitting him. He's going to pull out the gun regardless. You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not a fault of your character. I think there's just so much frustration when people watch the scene that you don't get the best of him. But if they actually thought the movie was going to end at the 45 minute mark, uh, that's, that's kind of crazy. But yeah, you did, you did, she did have him. I mean, if Art got back up, you were going to knock him back down. So it really yeah, didn't but, matter. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you though. I mean, it's after, after what he did, why, why should he get to die quickly? You know, nobody else got exactly. to yeah, like David, what was the what's the worst part of uh, the makeup? Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> the contacts. I, I I have a thing about stuff in my eyes, so it's like mm-hmm. I always hate contacts. I've always hated contacts. I I tried to wear contacts years ago just because I I usually wear glasses, and I'm like I can't do this. <laughs> and we we had one night where uh, one of the contacts had a rip in it. And was, yeah, yeah, so like, okay. oh, crap. The, the only other pair that we had basically covered my whole entire eye. So like if I moved my eye any direction, it would like hurt. Mm. So I was like, oh, I can't do this. So we ended up like filming like from that point on in the film. If you look closely, you might notice I have green eyes. That scene was near the end of the film, anyway. So, like, oh well, you know what? From this point on, we'll just we'll not have you with you know black eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what about the gums and like your teeth? Oh, the teeth. Those were a pain because they made me drool all the time. <laughs> I think that was a pain for uh, Damien, though, because he had to keep on retouching my uh, makeup around my mouth. <laughs> his, his lip kept falling off and yeah. puddles of drool in the lip. And yeah, yeah it doesn't. Like, uh, so... <laughs> Jellison doesn't react well to drool. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 he sound like Brack when I talk from like Space Ghost. I say, hey, everybody. <laughs> 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 I'm here to shoot a movie. <laughs> uh, uh, Damien mentioned earlier, Jen is also a uh, a stunt woman. So, did you do your own stunts in the movie? Hell oh, yeah! Oh, oh yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did you? No. Yeah. Except yeah. for uh, Phil. Phil, our uh, producer, actually filled um, like uh, filled in for me at uh, one point though when <laughs> he's the one that drove the truck through the the door. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually that was the only stunt performer in the movie who wasn't the actual actor. So everybody really did their own. Yeah. Phil Falcon was Oh my god. The fact that we were actually contemplating having Dave drive through those Dave, do you even have a license? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do, but you don't so, really drive. What's so scary, though, is like um, I, I have like one of my, my left eyes, my bad eye. And I so the they had all these prosthetics over my right eye, which is my good eye. So I was like, oh, I, there's no way I can drive this thing. I'm, I I just see massive blurs right now. I was like. <laughs> that would have been a disaster. Oh, yeah. 
I would have probably like just hit the side of the building. <laughs> not or the whole building it. would have come crashing down. Yeah, was close to it already. Uh, Larry would have been pissed. Uh-huh. So, oh, uh, did did either of you get any uh, injuries uh, doing your stunts? No. No. Uh, I don't think so. Just no. to my sanity, not anything physical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Damien told us earlier that the cops came at one point in time. Uh, were yes. you, you guys there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. That was all yeah, because I of me. Because <laughs> I see, I, did, I would forget what I looked like in the makeup. I would forget I had it on. And so they were out there filming one of the scenes, and I'm just chilling out in the, the holding slash makeup room, and I, I got full-on blood and everything on. And I hear this argument happening on the street below the window, and these two ladies out there arguing with each other. So I just go over there to watch the argument, not even thinking. And like At one point, one of them looks up and sees me, and they freak out and run off because they see this bloody clown because I, I waved at them. Oh, God, you waved at them? I didn't think. I didn't think. And they go like 15 minutes later. That's when like Damien and like Phil and everybody come in. Like Dave, we uh, we got some uh, friends outside that want to meet you, but don't come out until oh we God. tell you. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So like I'm waiting at on the other side of the huge like roll up garage door, and they're like, Dave, come out. So I roll up the door. And there's like about 10 to 15 New Jersey cops out there, like just total like riot gear on, ready to go to battle. And I'm like, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, we would have shot you on sight if you were the first one who came out of here. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Please do not shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any memories of that night, Jenna? Of that night? Yeah, uh, when the I, police I came. Vaguely, I vaguely remember a police presence. I don't remember David standing in the window waving at people, which is horrifying. Oh, uh, horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's when you oh, were on okay. set. Yeah, that was just—I was, was just in the room by myself. I'm like bored. <laughs> oh God, okay. it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing how much shit you forget when you're filming at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, uh, yeah. Freezing. Right. And you're just on autopilot and you're just trying to get shit done. And it's like, it's fucking crazy. Like, you don't care what's going on. Like, the the, yeah. the, the world could be burning. It's like, you got to get this shot. And I don't care about anything else. We'll just go. <laughs> tell, right. tell the cop yeah. to leave. <laughs> stop talking to the cops it's great it's funny let's go <laughs> yeah and and with everything that happens you kind of get to a place of like wondering whether you're hallucinating or not in the first yeah. place yeah real because you're oh, yeah. not sleeping <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, damien told us that damien told us his mom was kind of like you know you know what went wrong with my son when she saw the movie but uh, <laughs> uh uh, David and Jenna, uh, have your have your family and friends seen the movie, and what what did they think? Um, David, do you want to go first? <laughs> I mean, I my friends have seen it. Uh, I don't know if my dad's actually sat down to watch it yet. I gave him a copy when I went home a few weeks ago back to Alabama. So, but uh, I, I know my friends have loved it. You know, like one of my coworkers uh, has seen it. Like the, the day I came into work after she had seen it, she's just standing there, just staring at me with like this apprehensive look on her face. I'm like, you saw the movie, didn't you? 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I know if my mom was still alive, she would not see it. <laughs> she was uh, terrified of horror films. So she was like, I love you, but no. <laughs> uh, you would have turned her into a horror fan. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she sit through like old Vincent Price movies. She was like, like the. Uh, she couldn't watch that Fall of the House of Usher of all things. That scared her. Yeah. It's a pretty fucked up story, though. Yeah. Oh, no. She, man, no. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I have one friend who has seen the movie. <laughs> because she's a huge horror nerd and uh, uh-huh. I, I have very few friends that really love horror but she she's seen it she bought it she, she's watched it multiple times she live tweeted me basically the entire time while she was watching it she texted me throughout the entire experience oh yeah uh-huh. um, and it was great because I, I knew which part she was at at any even time based on what she was texting me um, and anyone who's seen the movie will know um what she was talking about when out of nowhere I got a text at 2 a.m. that said my badge hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's class. <laughs> In all capitals. Um, but yeah, she's the only one. My parents, I showed my parents the first, I showed my parents the, uh, the diner scene and mm-hmm. they, that scared them. So that's all they got to see. <laughs> oh. Has your brother seen it yet? No, 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 no yeah. that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. my, my sister keeps yeah. bothering. My sister's like, when are, when are you, when am I gonna be able to see this? Because I, I gave a copy to my dad to give my sister in her group home, and I'm like, I don't know if they will be able to all handle that in their group home. <laughs> oh, god, yeah, yeah maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 oh, actually, it's, now that you mention that, my, my brother's girlfriend has seen it. Oh, will not watch. Yeah. <laughs> Your brother would probably hate me after watching the movie, and I don't want that yeah. to happen. <laughs> he, will, he would also probably never sleep again, so we're just going to keep him pure. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you? Were you both uh, horror movie fans before you became actors? I was, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I was a little bit late to the game, though, because like my mom's fear of horror films kind of impacted me as a child. So I didn't really watch horror films till like my senior year of high school, because uh, it's like when Scream 2 came out and a bunch of like my friends that were in the show that I was in were like going to go see it. And they dragged me out to see it. They're like, you got to come see it, man. Come on. Don't be a chicken shit. And so I'm like, OK, and I watched it. I was like I was having a blast. I was like, oh, this ain't bad at all. <laughs> this is fun. Mom was wrong. <laughs> and after that, I just kind of I, watched everything. Oh, yeah. I always used to, every time I was sick, that's what I would do when I had to stay home, was watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember, what were some of your favorite ones? Do you remember? Um... Man, I mean the the thing, like the the eighties version, uh oh, is yeah. amazing and will always be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um that's definitely Good choice. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And you you of course you like it because all the aliens are practically done and that oh, poor special yeah, effects yeah. artist almost <laughs> died. <laughs> yeah. Do you know yeah, I, movies I really... found out that um I found out that like a third of the special effects budget on that movie was spent on cocaine. I'm not even kidding. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Understandably. 
Understandably. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a in our budget. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that our, was that our budget? That. That <laughs> <laughs> Everyone thinks she's classically trained clown, but it's just it's just cocaine. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's no, mine was not just actually sleep. white. <laughs> <laughs> Movie would have been twenty minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> really, really fast. <laughs> But uh, I would say John Carpenter's a thing is like the best of both worlds because uh, you can watch it just for the, the awesome effects, but it's also a great story and great cast. So, you know, yeah. it works oh, yeah. on every level, you know. Oh, and, the yeah. alien, and the alien really is alien. It's not just like a, a guy in a suit. You know, it's like oh, uh, yeah. something totally, totally otherworldly, which is very cool. Mm-hmm. But it starts out looking human, which is why it's so unnerving. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's a. Uh, this road, there's a board game version of it out now, and I have to say it's it's a lot of fun for anyone who's uh, into board games. The the board what game is version. What's the objective of the game? How well, what's, is it, how... what's cool? So you're so you're everyone who plays is a, a character from the game. I mean from the movie, mm-hmm. and uh, so you're trying to seek out and kill the the the, the thing. But uh, but people but you can get infected and be taken over by the thing. But no one knows but you. So like oh. you kind of you can lie in the game and you know try to that, make people ooh, think other people's yeah it's 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 a lot of fun when you played it and uh, the last time I played it we actually and then you can get like a flamethrower and as a group you can decide if you want to burn one of the other people and we <laughs> burn one of, we burned Rita a friend of ours alive and it turned <laughs> out she was human I thought it was very funny <laughs> Rita has never forgiven you. Ah. Uh, no, no. You have the most disturbing thing that could ever happen in a board. Game, <laughs> yeah, just burned yeah. we just burned our friend alive. And, uh, <laughs> she wasn't the thing after all. Sorry. <laughs> and then she has to go, go. home. <laughs> Do not collect two hundred dollars. None of us ever won. None of the games ever. The alien, the thing, always won all the games. But it's still very. I was about to say, does anybody? <laughs> It's, it's like, like Monopoly. Yeah, Whatever. you freeze to death if you win. That's not much of a win anyway, is it? Yeah, you got to try to escape to the helicopter, which is very oh. hard, and none of us ever did it. But <laughs> it's the <still> luck. <laughs> wow, this was really intensive game. It is, yeah. Yeah. Like you really, really get, it is it's very fun. You get into it, I have to, I have to admit. So, uh, wow. Jenny dress apparently uh, uh david do you have any uh art the clown stuff like what do you mean like art the clown stuff uh, oh. uh do you have like the the actual wardrobe of it? you know the hat the mask well oh, the, no. i guess makeup oh. uh, the clown shoes <laughs> no i don't have access to any of that stuff unfortunately i have all that stuff <laughs> yeah safe safe keeping keeping <laughs> Oh, uh, I, yeah, I, I bought an Art the Clown patch uh, to put on my ho- on my hoodie right next to Pennywise and uh, and Twisty the Clown. Uh, have you guys seen like all the uh, your merchandise popping up? Yeah, honored. Yeah, I see the um, I see the legal and the illegal merchandise. A lot more illegal. <laughs> 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 A lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was flattering. I'm like, yay, but yeah, yay. <laughs> I, it's, so, it's crazy. I mean, we get we get tagged by people so enthusiastically 
And they're like, look what I made, and I'm selling it. I'm like, that's great. You're really not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm so flattered. I, at this point, I can't say anything. But, um, yeah, I, I, at some point, something's, something's right. going to happen. Yeah, well, and then there's true. the tattoos. Don't forget the tattoos. Oh, my gosh. I've lost count on how many tattoos I've seen now. A lot. Yeah, Dave, I mean, that's like, it, it's it's thrilling for me, but that is your face on somebody. So that's, <laughs> yeah, that's <just> weird. <laughs> it's like, that's going to be on someone's body for the rest of their life. That's like, what? Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, uh, 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 look, I was just going to say, like, every time, there have been a couple people who have gotten them on their hands, and I just, I hope it's not their dominant one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Some, some oh, no. Jerking it with your face. Oh, man. boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. Thanks for putting that image in my head. <laughs> you get, that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> what, a, what an honor. <laughs> what an honor. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, I'm well, they sorry. should be doing it where I, I'm wearing the boobs, so it gives them something to work with. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, in our defense, on the East Coast, it's 11 p.m. right now. <laughs> yeah. You know. I was gonna say now I'm chatter. thinking about. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'm thinking about getting a tattoo after after that. <laughs> Is it gonna be on your hand? <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> oh man, that is weird though. That people will—I uh, uh, could see if someone just drew a picture or something like that. But uh, the someone who's like actually selling stuff with your with your stuff on, and would actually tag you in it—I just find yeah. that very mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like a video pirate, like tagging <laughs> you on there or something. Oh, that's actually happens. Like someone, like I think they put it on like uh, somewhere on Facebook. They actually put like a pirated version of the film on there. Like, hey, come watch this. And I didn't realize. I thought they had just put like a clip from the movie up, so I liked it. And I'm like, and like uh, the one. <laughs> oh, like, Why did you like that? Like, oh, I didn't know it was the whole film. Oh no. <laughs> wow. like, oh no. Yes. No. Yeah. Art doesn't like pirates. Clearly, those commercials from the 90s were not effective. Do you guys remember those? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't steal a bag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nor is the, uh, the, the $25,000 fine and like 20 years in jail. That doesn't. Oh, matter. yeah. Where you had a oh, right. Also, that. Also, that. Minor <laughs> detail. Yeah. I've been kicked out of like groups. It's real quick. I've been kicked out of like Facebook groups where it's. They're supposed to, you know, love love movies, and they'll just be sharing, you know, uh, uh, links to download them. I'm like, oh, this isn't too cool. And they'll like kick <laughs> you out of them. They'll attack me. They're, you're you're wow. cruel because you won't let this guy watch a movie. I'm like, what? I mean, it's very <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, thanks for trying to fight the good fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't people. I don't think connect that. Yeah, know. I don't think they think it's wrong. Honestly, I think they just yeah. right. They, a lot of people. Well, think yeah. It's just like a cheap version uh, a cheaper way to watch it yeah right they don't realize that this is how we all make a living i know it's <laughs> go to red box and pay a buck and a half i mean come on right yeah. right uh yeah 
this shit is, is why some of us have insurance. So. <laughs> 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 what were you well, saying, Damien? Sorry if I interrupted you. Oh no, no sorry. I was gonna say, um, like Dave and I, especially, we're very friendly when it comes to fans of the movie, and like they were always getting contacted, and they always reach out to us on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and like we interact with them a lot because we're just, we're just like so grateful. So like a lot of times, <laughs> there's more of like there's just more of this like friendship kind of thing. Like they're just so proud, and they feel like. They could be just be so cool with us and just sell things and make yeah. things. And, we, we, you know, we love them and it's so cool and we're, we're really honored and stuff. But it's just, yeah. it's, just, it's just one of those things where there's just like a blurred line. Up there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, we're, you know, we're not going to. I actually had someone like contact me uh, recently that had done some artwork, like a painting that she wanted me to sign. But people had seen her, uh, the, the painting that she did. And there, all these people are approaching her now to like for her to make prints of that painting and for her to sell them. I'm like, whoa, okay. Um, you need to like talk to maybe like uh, Damien before you do any of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I would be very happy to sign the one you actually made, Mm -hmm. but you know, before you go selling it to everybody else, you know, let's let's talk to Damien first. This is his baby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so stuff like that is becoming very, very common, very frequent <laughs> on a weekly basis. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a new thing for all of us, but you know, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out at some yeah. point. But we're we're just we're really honored. It's all oh yeah, happening so fast. And I just want to see like cool. I just want to see like Neca and like Funko Pop and those kind of people like actually. Oh man, that'd be awesome. Yeah, stuff. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. I saw you guys are, yeah. David and uh, Damien are uh, going to be at a Mad Monster Party in Arizona. Have you either of you ever done a convention before? Not yeah. on this side of it. No, no. This this is going to be a new experience for me. <laughs> and I got yeah. I have. I haven't either. I would like to though. Holler oh. at anyone listening who wants me at a convention. I would love to. Hell yeah. I will, you will. I will put it. You will. I will put in a good word for you, Jen. I know some of the yeah. promoters. Oh, please. Definitely. Yeah, thank you. We Mad Monster's yeah. a real good one, too. You guys should yeah, have is. a good time. A good oh, we're stoked. I mean, they got a, like an awesome group of people coming down for that one, too. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty... Uh, pretty... Well, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. Who's going to go? I'll, 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 <laughs> now everybody's timid. I was going to say, I was very adamant about not, not doing conventions or things where I'm putting Dave in the makeup other than the movie, because I feel like that would kind of take away from the effectiveness of the character or like his mystique. If, you know, but, but when, when they told me at the Mad Monster thing that Tom Savini is going to be making up Chain Hotter as his, video game jason like that's the fucking yeah. craziest thing Ooh, ever uh, i mean that's i i told you guys before yeah what thompson really means to me and they told me that uh robert england has done it and stuff like that so like this is like now this is just the the greatest honor ever yeah. so oh yeah. yeah so it's really going to be it's really going to be badass i'm going to go all out with his makeup and we're gonna oh, they're going to have like a photo op type thing to... yeah it's, it's a photo oh, op so that's I'm actually awesome. gonna make yeah, I'm actually gonna make Dave up. I'm gonna put him in the makeup and the costume, and we're gonna uh, I'm gonna bring like all kinds of weapons and stuff to him to him and the 
the fans to pose with and everything. That'll yeah, that's going to be badass. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, yeah Mad Monster cool. does really cool ones. So they have the green screens. So they put in a weird background. And I know, like, Sid Haig has done, you know, Captain Spaulding at one. And uh, yeah. yep. so they do a lot of really cool ones. I think the last one we were at, the uh, – uh, they like you know someone says Leatherface. Ari Mihailov from Part Three was Leatherface, and uh, that's pretty wild. Just, cool. He's going to be there again. I just found out mm-hmm. tonight, actually, which is insane. That's that's oh, so wow. cool. So, God, they're going to have all yeah. the greats. I was oh, like, because oh. they got Freddie, they got Jason, Mike Myers, Leatherface. I'm like, God, that yeah. the best time. That's crazy. <laughs> wow, that's such an honor. Wow, I mean, those are the legends. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Now, now I'm glad I'm not going. I wouldn't make it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> we need a victim. We... <laughs> yeah. I know a lot. Too of many killers stuff. and no victims today. <laughs> well, I know a lot of the Elm Street brats are supposed to be there too. So that's going to be kind of cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 We were at the one in Charlotte uh, a few months ago. It was a really good time. Mad Monster Charlotte. Nice. This one, uh, for everyone out there, it's in Arizona coming up, uh, I believe, on the 13th, Friday the 13th, yep. June 13th, July 13th, sorry. So, uh, yeah, go check that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 13th to the 15th, that's when we'll be there. And uh, Saturday is going to be the day we make up day for the. Oh, okay. That's always, yeah, Saturday's always a real big day at the conventions. Yeah. But uh, since wow. you have, you see people with the tattoos, I've seen this b- before. People will uh, get the people to sign over the tattoo. And then they'll uh, they'll turn that into a tattoo. So maybe, wow. maybe Dave, you'll be signing some uh, some hands or, or whatnot. Maybe other things. Who knows? Yeah, well, I was I was at one convention where a fan uh, and I regret not getting on video because they went up and they had a tattoo of uh, Captain Spaulding on their ass and they asked Ed oh. Haig to sign it and he did. And I wish I would have been on video. <laughs> oh, boy, bad <laughs> when you know you made it, Dave. When you're on yeah. the staff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See? I, I got things to look forward to. So, uh, Dave, what, what, would you play art again? Oh, of course. <laughs> I would love to. There's so much more I want to do with the character. Anyway, it's like, uh, like Damien and I like contact each other all the time with just ideas, like funny little things or some cool kills we come up with, or like, hey, we, how about this? How about this? How about this? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> He's always on my mind, I guess you could say. Yeah. When you saw the finished movie, you know, uh, what, what did you think of it? Once it's all edited together, you got the music and everything. I was so happy. I, I saw it at the uh, the premiere we had at Lincoln Center. And the thing is with me, I am my worst critic. I hate watching anything I do. I hate it. But this was like Oh wow! This is fun. This is good. Oh, this came out good. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, one character we need to talk about is uh, the homeless woman and, and her doll baby, which uh, I thought was a great addition yeah. to the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what was the story behind? Uh, you know, did that did that come from anything? Um. That came from needing more bodies. So, <laughs> Very good. But interesting. Yeah, honestly, honestly, that's where it came from. And then uh, yeah, it's like, well, how many people can you get into this abandoned building and not have it be another friend or, you know, you have the worker 
the friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, what if let's do something a little different? And, and again, one of the one of the tropes of a lot of slasher movies is that one crazy character, like like crazy mm-hmm. Ralph from Friday right. the Thirteenth. It's an eye. So, it's an omen. Yeah, yeah. It's a death curse. So this is like uh, this is like a little nod to that, and then just trying to do something a little twisted with it. So we made her really creepy, and I gave her the the baby doll because baby dolls are creepy. So yeah. what if like what creepy. if she what if she was so far gone that she actually believed that baby doll was her her child, and then and then it was like. So now you have this insane person and Art the Clown who's totally insane. And let's put them let's put them in a scene together and make just the strangest, most awkward, you know, encounter ever, like imaginable. <laughs> and and for me, that's that's the most awkward scene. It's it's so like uncomfortable for me to even yeah. watch. Like oh, I don't yeah. even know where <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Like, like oh. your brain, Damien. I, <laughs> I know. Coming from inside the house. <laughs> from that's the greatest thing you ever done. Okay. <laughs> but I, I yeah, so my... I just tried to make Sorry, it weirder and weirder, and then and then I was like, yeah, let's just have and then let's have Art sort of take on the persona of the baby, and then I just have him start like sucking his thumb, and she cradles him, <laughs> and it's just the I just wanted the audience to be like, what what is happening? Yeah, you lost me. <laughs> This is this is this is the craziest thing in this movie so far. You know, this is so bizarre, um, which yeah, is cool because then, <laughs> yeah, uh, like people don't know where it's going. They don't know if like um, they have a relationship or they knew each other or she reached him emotionally mm-hmm. on some level and whatnot. Like they're completely confused and they and they think maybe she sort of won him over and he got vulnerable for a second and then of course you see it was yep. just all. It was just all an act, and now he's uh, he's wearing her, and he's taken on her <laughs> persona now at this this point, and he's just acting like a woman, which was I mean that is a total testament to Dave, like like he just brought that to <laughs> to life and just made the eeriest, freakiest. I I gave him a little direction, which is like the weird hand movement, but he just took that and ran, and Dave really put in the female mannerisms and all that stuff, and he just went <laughs> off. We have like a, a half an hour of footage of Dave just doing the craziest shit. And we even <laughs> shot that. We even shot it to, we shot two different versions. So one version uh-huh. which is the one you see in the movie and another one where we shot every angle, except he's holding the baby doll and he's cradling it. And he's yeah. like, he's like speaking to it and uh, it's talking to him and telling him where the, the girl could be. And it was really cool. And it's kind of like, either one could have worked effectively, but there was Mm -hmm. something really freaky about him having his two arms free and doing that weird flailing about movement, just really (laughs) Mm -hmm. feminine dinky kind of thing. That was just, to me, it was just really disturbing. So I I went with that version. Yeah. Yeah. Dave was just that. That's all Dave. That's what Dave brought to this one. That was just, (laughs) Uh, yeah, really uh, great Dave. Yeah. It's all that drag race I watched. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, it is a good show. Yeah. I'll say, uh, I'm going to watch that scene on a, in a loop with my uh, Art the Clown uh, hand tattoo. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> you guys are sick. <laughs> what? Who is talking? 
My friend who was uh, who who was texting me the whole time she was watching the movie. Uh, the thing she said about that scene was that she was shipping them. I think she thought that they had a future together. <laughs> <laughs> Why do birds suddenly? <laughs> 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 that that was a fun. That was hang on. Can I say? Can I say for a second that that talking about that scene? That was actually probably the riskiest thing we did in the movie, because yeah. what? Yeah, because you have like as far as the Arthur Clown character goes, because you have a character that pretty much works at least from the feedback that I've gotten personally from short the short films and All Hallows Eve. It's like physically he works. So it's it's good. You don't wanna you don't wanna fuck with that. So one of the most out of the box decisions is to take him out of his costume and just completely take him out of his element. I mean that's that's more or less unfathomable when you think of other slasher iconic characters. Yeah. You can't po- you can't possibly do that. It would never never work. It's a super risky thing to do. Uh, I mean, he changes up his mannerisms. Like the only thing he has on besides his face is that's identifiable as Arthur Clown is his face and his clown shoes, which I had to keep the clown on. Still got the shoes. But, yeah, I, mean, I hadn't thought I mean, about it like that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was definitely something I struggled with a little bit, and then I was like, fuck it. I mean, this, this character is all about just swinging for the fences and just going for it. So, yeah. again, like, like we said before, Dave, I mean, we were going to originally put the, the skin on top of the outfit, and, and I just knew just like instinctively, I just wasn't going to have the same effect as if you were yeah. completely naked. And, and, and you know what I mean? Because it, it almost like all blends into one where it just looks like your whole body just transforms into a, a woman, just a naked yep. woman. And there's just something very unnerving about it. So I, I, you know, I think we made the right decision. It was definitely a risky choice, but whatever. That's art, right? Yeah. I just felt sorry for the crew that night. <laughs> 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 yeah, staring at my naked butt all night. I was like, I'm sorry. There's, guy. A, lot of, there's a lot of Dave ass on the cutting room floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. So that, that's imagine the if that's when the imagine well, if that's when the cops had come by. Oh, oh my god, they would have shot him. <laughs> no, that was actually the first night that like Sam and I actually worked together on set too. So that was like, hi Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, here I am. Here's this, all of me. Let's get used to this. Yeah, <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was that that morning when we shot, like Damien sends me a text. He's like, "Dude, um, bring a cock sock with you to set." I'm like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? He's like, cock sock. Just bring a cock sock." I'm like, I, 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 "What is that?" He's like, "Bring a sock That's with." That's actually. You. I have the same question. Yeah, just a normal, normal yeah. run-of-the-mill sock. Yeah, that is. So I brought a sock. I was just—I wasn't thinking. I brought this bright white tube, tube sock, and I'm like, he's like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's going to show up on film." Because you know, I don't know if you know this, but I'm also wearing not just her boobs and her hair, but I'm also wearing her vajayjay. Nobody there. notices that, dude. Yeah. Nobody notices that. Yeah. Yeah. You really. Are. <laughs> so like we were so worried that that would be the white of the cock sock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I actually brought a black sock instead I'm like oh whoops <laughs> yeah. yeah so I had I had to cut around this, uh, this 
eight, you know, this eight inch dangling white sock and yeah, it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll know next time to bring a black yeah, sock. Yeah. Someone, you know, bring the bring the cock sock. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you learn as you go. You learn as you go. <laughs> since we uh, since we did spoil the movie earlier with Damien, and he said that was fine. Uh, what what is both uh, David and Jenna's take on the end of the movie uh, when Art uh, shoots himself and then comes back? Oh, I'll let you go first. Uh, I, you know, like who fucking knows with this guy? <laughs> like there was, there's no predicting what he was going to do no matter what after everything that the audience has been through at that point i don't think anybody can even try to to guess what he's going to do yeah mm-hmm. see i think it shows the a real i i think it shows what a real bastard he is that he's going to do that he's not going to give anybody satisfaction of defeating him mm-hmm. or, or finding out why he did any of it yeah yeah he's like Fuck you all. <laughs> and I, I don't think he actually understood that he could resurrect himself, too. I don't think he's fully grasped all that kind of stuff yet. So it's like, you know, he, he th- he's just like, I'm just I'm going out and stop. I'm going out with a bang, you know? Mm-hmm. I love it's it. True. It's true. Uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's genuine. Like, that's the way yeah. he really expected to go out for good, which is really disturbing. You know, it falls yep. into, like I was telling you guys earlier, it just falls into that uh, murder-suicide, which is very relevant and disturbing in reality. Um, right. But uh, honestly, when I first wrote the script, the movie, like, that was it. There was no resurrection scene. He just kills himself. And then it ends with uh, Samantha in the hospital getting spun around. And you're like, oh, that's the girl from the beginning, the end. Mm-hmm. And then uh, before we put the movie out, I really felt adamant about having a scene where, because I really, I, I, you know, I believe in the character a lot and I, I really hope and, you know, think people like him and want to see more of him. So I didn't want to leave people off with, uh, with them just being like, well, is that it? Is he dead? You know, that's fucked up. I wish I could have seen more of this clown. And then it kind of just peters out. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even though him waking up in the morgue is, is a, like very cliche and everything, but it does it does naturally fall into where I want to take the character. Mm-hmm. So it's not mm-hmm. like that was forced, but it was forced in the sense that I want to I wanted to show the audience that he's not dead and he will be back, and yeah. you know just give them a little more to chew on and just a little more excitement. But that really wasn't the intention. I, I was gonna just have him kill himself, and that was that was it. So it would have been it would have been more disturbing if this was a one off. But it's mm-hmm. just not our. It's just not our intention. So yeah, I think no, it's I think better it's to do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's more disturbing that he lives because then how are people supposed to go home and sleep after that? Oh yeah, he could right. be anywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Listen, mm-hmm. I think if you're gonna uh, have him come back too, it's best to do it in the fr- in this movie as opposed to if he he killed himself at the end of this one and then he just comes back in the second one. I think it would have more like people say, well, that doesn't make any sense. He blew his brains out in the last movie. You just want to do another one. But if you do it at the end of this movie, then it, you've already set up that, uh, you know, he can come back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, what was everyone's favorite scene in the movie well, when you're watching it? <laughs> I, my, mine, I think, is the diner scene. I just love that whole entire scene. 
I yeah. love that scene so much. That's my favorite. There's, there's so much that happens in it. You know, you 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 get you know you understand so much about all the different characters in that mm. scene. It's just like you have yes. your, your real moments. You have your little bit of fun in there, and you also have your crazy over the top kills in there too. It's just like has everything in that one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's so tense because like yeah. you you know this guy is bad news, but he's just the fact that he's just sitting there like making faces. At, at me like it I don't know it, it just comes from the kind of tension that you experience when you're around strangers in public and the only thing keeping them from being themselves is the fact that they are in public and it's kind of it's I feel like it's kind of the point where we're still figuring out who this guy whether this guy is willing to cross the line of oh he just doesn't give a shit and he's and he's willing to cause mayhem with people around and you don't know at that moment yet. And so the things that he's doing that seem fairly innocent are almost more scary, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And, and your characters. Sit on the walls. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's suspenseful, right? But people yeah. could relate to that scene because right. it's not so far out of the box because that's, that's the no. reason why Art the Clown comes out on Halloween. It's because he can get away with walking around in public in a costume. So right. it's not, you know what I mean? If it was like August and he walked in, then it completely <laughs> changes everything. It's like, uh-huh. you know, the, co- the cops are called. This is so weird. It's just like you can't. But the fact that it's Halloween, we can drag it out. It, it, it's acceptable to a degree. Like he didn't do anything illegal. He's just a guy dressed in a costume that's just like he's right on the line. It's getting, it's just. Right, like, exactly. Awkward. Yeah. So that's yeah. what's fun about the scene, uh, you know, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a way more eloquent version of what I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm just yeah. there's, there's the, the dynamic of, of Kara being unnerved by this guy, but because it's Halloween, her her nerves aren't necessarily based in anything other than just a feeling. Whereas, like you yeah. said, if it were, you know, Labor Day, it'd be a different story. <laughs> right. But still, you're, you're the only character that really does think there's something wrong with the guy. And then everyone else is kind of like, ah, he's harmless. You know, he's right, so, uh, right. Which, puts... is, which is, I think, a really cool uh, horror trope to play with um, the, the, the girl that nobody believes, especially since that, again, not that this is necessarily the intention. I'm not going to speak for, for Damien on that regard, but uh, the, the, the trope in horror movies and in real life of people not believing women and uh, our instincts about things. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we're right and a bunch of people end up hacked up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you keep did Did you keep the ring? No, God, God no. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know where that thing is, Damien. Do you still have that? No, I, I think when you tossed it in the shot, we really lost it. <laughs> I think you're it's right. Still in there somewhere. <laughs> now someone's gonna yeah, go and find are, it. Like, I know. Oh, I was about yeah. to say now it's a scavenger hunt. Jesus, someone's gotta go find it. Very cool. That'd be a uh, person going that building. <laughs> Wait, Damien, how'd you find the song for that scene? Because I was, I was actually just cutting that scene for my reel earlier, and I that song is amazing and perfect. Isn't that song amazing? That's um, so fucking good. So good. I think that's Dave. That's your cousin, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what? my uh, cousin Elizabeth's uh, band. Thanks. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they that's sent amazing. me. They sent me a bunch of. Uh, tracks that they had in that song I, I loved it i was like oh i would love to put this in there so, yeah yeah 
<laughs> yeah, that's something we didn't talk about. Was just you know the the score of the movie too. Is uh, you got that nice uh, retro feel to it. Yeah, Paul did yeah, a fantastic job. That was uh so that was Paul Wiley, who's uh, Marilyn Manson's guitarist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, fucking badass. Uh, such a cool dude. We have like the easiest working relationship. Like I'll, I'll just give him like three notes. And then he just goes off and comes back with uh with an entire score, like a week <laughs> later. And then I could just I could just break it up and place it wherever I want for the most part. Uh, but I you know I told wow. him, I gave him like three references. I gave you know some maybe like something from Goblin, something from Tangerine Dream, uh, so like John Carpenter, Phantasm. And then I was like, mm-hmm. you know, make it a little more modern and edgy, a little more um, like Tyler Bates like Rob Zombie Halloween. And he knows, he actually knows Tyler Bates because Tyler Bates is in Rob, um, Marilyn Manson's band, I think, or something like that. So whatever the case, I mean, like he's like, heavily influenced by him and they know each other. So he's just, yeah, he just comes back with this awesome retro edgy style, uh, you know, so he, it's, it's great. It's a great relationship. Yeah, I've heard so many compliments about the soundtrack and everything like that. It's just, it's yeah. just I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I want to say it's awesome to have all of you on. I really appreciate Thanks everybody doing the show us. tonight. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, oh, yeah it's and, been a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, I really love Terrifier, not just because you guys are on, but uh, I thought it was, it was great. <laughs> thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Uh, ja- we love it, too. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> uh, Damien <laughs> I, told us where you, where you could... Go on, Damien. Oh, no, I was going to say, it's, it's, uh, it's okay. I don't know if I love it, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, Damien told us where you could find him online, not like at his house or anything. So, uh, Jenna, where can you where, where can you follow uh, follow you online? Uh, I am on Instagram as Squid Enthusiast, as in someone who is enthusiastic about squid, the creature in the sea. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I live by, by the Cape. I live by the Cape Cod Canal, and I used to go squidding in the Cape Cod Canal. Oh wow! What is what is that? I don't know if I like the sound of that. Are you squidding, you, uh, you actually make a squid. squid, right? Make a squid jig out of. Uh, we used to actually make them, me and my uncle, and then uh, you go to the canal and, and you you go squid. You, you it's basically fishing for squid. What Troy said. Wait, wait, time out. What's a squid jig? Because I'm picturing a squid you jig. So you have seven appendages. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, squid. You used to make them out of magic marker top the tops because they were white, and then you had a the. It's almost like a small grappling hook. Hook. It's like a little uh, with a bunch of hooks, and so you put the white part on the top, and you could paint it and stuff. So it's it's the squid's attracted to, to flashy things, and uh, so then they would bite on it, and then you pull them up. Or sometimes because the the uh, the canal, you can look down and see into the water. So if you have a big school of squid coming in, actually kind of just uh, fl- I'm making a motion, even though no one can see me. But you can flip the uh, <laughs> you can flip the the reel and. And uh, and grab a squid that way and pull them in and uh, so a lot of times they spray ink all over you which is cool when you're like ten or twelve but yeah. probably not so much now. Maybe ink. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have maybe we'll have art do that. <laughs> I, I don't condone this, but that's my Instagram handle. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> What is it about squid? I have to ask because that is a very unusual thing. Uh, I, um, I, uh, I, I only know a couple facts about 
Uh, Squid? But I'm just really enthusiastic about them. Yeah. <laughs> they're very cool. All right. I know fair a enough, couple things enough. about them, and, <laughs> and I think they're really something. <clears throat> they are. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, David, how can follow, follow yourself? Well, my, mine's a lot more. Are there any... Are there any squid involved? No, no squid involved. No, no, just <laughs> just little old me. <laughs> the, uh, my Instagram is, uh, I believe it's David Howard Thornton. Oh, and my Twitter is David H. Thornton. So that's how you can find me. All right, fair enough. And also, on uh, is like David Howard. Basically, just look up David Howard Thorne on all those kind of platforms. You'll probably find. Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. I found that's probably what anyone could really do, but I always like to ask at the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But basically, you can just go to just go to Google and, and look everyone up, <laughs> and then go to Squid Enthusiast and go what? <laughs> yeah. See, see your local World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love right. that, that someone that's actually a squid enthusiast will like go and like so who who took my name? <laughs> <laughs> that bastard. Okay, listen. What's I'll up? share this. I'll share one squid fact because now it's a thing. So basically, right. their <laughs> their brains are donut shaped and their esophagus goes through <laughs> the middle. And so, if they eat too much, they get brain damage. <laughs> and I think that's wow. really something. That almost that is Homer Simpson. Fantastic. I have the same problem. <laughs> is Homer Simpson a squid? <laughs> that's very interesting. I didn't know anyone was, was so into squid. That's, I, I think that's awesome. I don't know. You know? Always come armed with a few squid facts, just in case. <laughs> I carry them with me everywhere I go. If we talk for another hour, it's only going to get weirder. <laughs> Can you tell us anything about a Humboldt squid? Oh, yeah. oh, I fucking love Humboldt squid. They're my favorite squid. Humble. I don't know. That's a good one. They're, they're on the West Coast. They're big, like, five, six-foot-long evil oh, squid. Yeah. They attack people oh, yeah. with regularity. Really? Yeah. And precision. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're vicious. Yeah. Humboldt's <laughs> one of my favorite scientists, too. Very nice. <laughs> well, we all learned something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, an edu- it's an educational show tonight. Yep. Humboldt's good. Yeah. Bill and I would yeah. be happy. Uh, yep. Uh, yep. Uh, we're we're going to bring Jenna back for a squid month. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please do. Excellent. All right. uh, thanks bring, again, everybody. Bring, it's really been a lot of fun. Oh, go on. Has been a great Bring yeah. who? Ah, ah. <laughs> I was just going to say to bring Damien on for Hedgehog Month. That's all. Oh, Hedgehog. Oh, oh or... you had to go there. You had to go there. <laughs> No, I'm so proud. I'm so proud of my love for hedgehogs. I love them. I absolutely love them. <laughs> They're so cute, and they they roll up in their own fat. I mean, that's just like the greatest oh, thing. Oh, hedgehog! I, I thought you said headshot month. I'm like headshot. Headshot was so cute. They just roll up. What? <laughs> they are cute. Yeah. <laughs> D- David, do you have a favorite animal? Because we get squid, we get hedgehogs. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have something. Gotta have the I, I, I've always loved monkeys. I'm just like monkeys. 
Yeah, I would. Yeah, I've always like every time I go to the zoo, I can sit there and like watch the monkeys for like an hour or so. Just actually, the funny, I, I, this true story back because I, I have a teaching degree, and we took uh, the kids back when I was doing my student teaching. We took a field trip to the Birmingham Zoo, and <laughs> there's this monkey up there just swinging on this rope. And just swinging back and forth, and he's like just staring at this one kid. He's just like just staring, swinging back and forth, back and forth. And all of a sudden, he just takes his other hand, his free hand, and just jerks off and flap right on the <laughs> face. Just no. whack. <laughs> it was like that's exactly <laughs> where I pictured that story going, brother. No, <laughs> we didn't either. <laughs> I saw the other kids like the monkey just peed on him. Like, oh yeah, sure, he just just peed. <laughs> yeah. And if you if you if you look closely, he had an art the uh, clown tattoo on his hand. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah. funny thing ties together. That, that one kid that we all hated too. So all of us, uh, the adults, <laughs> oh no, but. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see a hedgehog jerking off. I just want to say that. <laughs> How about you, Neil? You got a favorite critter you want to throw? Oh, yeah. I love raccoon. I love right, big raccoon, fan of man. Raccoon. Right. I'm a very rural arrow. I got yeah. raccoons come around a lot. I, I used to have a, I have a video on my Facebook. There's a, there was a one, there was a well, three-legged raccoon that used to come and get in my garbage can. But he never made a mess. He just untied. I don't know how he did it. But he'd open the he'd he'd knock over the garbage can and then he'd get in and he'd open up the bag but he wouldn't rip it and he just pulls it out stuff out he'd want to eat but uh, I was always happy I'd let him do it because he you know he didn't make a mess they're but, uh, amazing they have fucking yeah. human hands I don't yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> and this guy they only do. had the one front uh, paw right yeah he was missing like his right front uh, paw uh, three legged raccoon yeah yes, oh no my heart. <laughs> This makes me think of the, the movie The Great Outdoors. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Little raccoons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, how about Troy, you're the only one left. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I have a marginated tortoise, so I'll go with a tortoise. What kind of tortoise? <laughs> a marginated tortoise. They have like a skirt on the back. A skirt. Yeah, it's a little like part of their shell. It's like a little extension of the shell in the back. Oh. And well, she she digs and climbs. That's pretty much what she likes to do. Oh, They're yeah. a lot more active oh. than I thought they would be. And it's a female, so that, that's, that's fantastic. Yep. You can tell by looking at the skirt. Well, <laughs> it, yeah, I guess. Well, it could be a kilt, I suppose. I was a, yeah, it's it could be a Scottish tortoise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's we found out, though, that, uh, well, at first I thought, because when I first got Hal, um, we thought <laughs> it was a male. But then we learned uh, that the the bottom shell of a mm-hmm. tortoise, yes. if, it's, if it's a male, it's curved. So that when they mount the female, they don't fall off. <laughs> and I, oh. I never knew that. Yep. And so that now she's so Hal. I because she was Hal Needham because she was kind of a little stunt man, so she would climb up things and jump off, and so now she's Hallie. Oh, that's fantastic! I, I used to Very have cute. a box turtle when I was a kid, and 
it was a we thought it was a boy at first too and we called him sam and we <laughs> the herpetologist and it's like nope this is this is a samantha we're like <laughs> yep. and he, he explained the whole thing too with the bottom of the shell but he didn't explain it in that way because i was like maybe eight at the time so i didn't understand <laughs> that <bit of> <laughs> uh-huh. no tortoise you know when they're playing with other tortoises yeah <laughs> i was like oh cool. <laughs> well, that's very cute <laughs> I have to we say, I just want to uh, a story to share with our. I critics agree too. I yeah. like this. Uh, <laughs> Keys, by the way, has been uh, listening tonight. She said uh, she's uh, having fun listening. She's not seen Terrifier, but she's definitely looking forward to the hacksaw scene. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Looking forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of our kindergarten teachers at my school. Said she's going to rent this on Redbox tomorrow. So, oh, really? Oh, wow. Being shown to the class. I, she might. She might bring it in for show and tell. You never know. <laughs> and then she will be fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kids will just be sitting there in the corner, just, you know, hugging, <laughs> rocking back and forth. <laughs> no way. And out. Way out. <laughs> and uh, Seth hey. Godin wanted us to tell you uh, that uh, please tell Damien Leone that I really like Frankenstein versus the mummy. Yeah. Wow, thank you. Hey. Thank you. Yeah. Tell him that he's the only one. <laughs> no, I like that movie too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sorry. That's all right. I just watched Terrifier again. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Well, this has been awesome. And uh, I'd love to have uh, you know, any of three of you back on at some point. It's been a good time. Thank you. Guys yeah. Yeah, man, this was fantastic. Will, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we'd be happy to. Yeah, That'd thank you fun. so much. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. We'll bring more uh, animals back. All right. That's why, yeah, that's the only reason we were brought on. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll do more of that. Oh, yeah, keep doing that. <laughs> Great. Best of luck to everybody. And thanks, thanks everybody. Thank yep. you. Thank you so have much. Night, have a good night, everyone. Thanks, guys. Take care. Uh, yeah. Bye. Staring at the pictures on your shelf Saying I wonder if I looked in the mirror Could I recognize myself? Cause suddenly life is not so clear I got scars on my body They tell the story with a heart stained in fear Could I ever Bring myself to forgive my past And if I ever did I can't promise it will last And as My soul to keep If I should die Before I wake Pray the Lord My soul to take My soul to take
Take my soul to take. 